Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. Episode 250. Hopefully you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving, amazing Friday. We got a pretty good guest tonight here, Smash Cannabis. We got to know him a little bit yesterday, but we're gonna get to know him a little bit more. How you doing today, Smash Cannabis? You want to tell us a little bit uh, where we can find you and how you doing today? Uh, Smash Cannabis on YouTube, Cannabis, Instagram, and I got a podcast called Let's Get Smashed on Spotify, most iHeartRadio. Just search for it. You'll probably find it. If you can't, I'm on Instagram. Hit me up. I'll send you a link. How bad was it to get on Spotify, man? I have been fucking pestered about uh, doing, like, putting a, this show on there as well daily. And I've never really looked into it. But how bad is it to, to get linked up over there? Honestly, that was one of the easier ones. Um, literally, I signed up for, I think I use Buzz Buzzsprout or whatever. It's like, I'll look right now. I'm pretty sure it's called Buzzsprout. But, like, they give you the option to, like, wherever you want to list. And you could literally go down the line and put everything. And I clicked Spotify, and it brought me to their page. (laughs) It made me do a couple of confirms and said, you'll be listed in 18 hours after review. Cool. Did you uh, have to, like, leave a sample podcast for them to review? Nope, nothing. They probably listened to it. You know what I mean. But I didn't. I'm not. I'm not too crazy. It's just my stories about being an addict and like all the bullshit I did. And like I used to have a college scholarship for baseball, and I fucked that up because uh, I started to get high. So that's kind of stories about that shit. Well, sounds like something to look into. Piling in over here. Hell yeah. Well, I gotta pull see up. everybody today. I gotta pull up chat. Sorry, shout bro. out. I know all the homies are gonna be in chat, so shout out to all the homies. And all the ladies. As I recovered. Recovered as well as I did from yesterday. I know you were on forever. My computer died that last thing, and I was like, it takes 20 minutes to boot back up. I'm going to bed. (laughs) Once once it dies, it dies. But I got plugged in tonight, so we're good for a little while. I made the mistake of uh, falling asleep for a second. Woke up groggy as fuck. Are you the type of person, alright, so sometimes if I get a lot of sleep, I feel like shit. But sometimes if I get like three, four hours, I feel amazing. <coughs> yeah, that's all about, I, that's all I run on is probably about four or five, usually. Today I got probably about ten. I passed right the fuck out after the show. I got up, kind of fucking looked around, thought about doing some shit, and I was like, yeah, fuck this, I'm going to bed. And then nah, passed out until it. about noon. You definitely deserve it, bro. I thank you for everything you do. But for... usually it's, uh, 
I think we got a lag lit a little bit. Eagles got bad connection, I think. No, I really do appreciate everything you do for the cannabis community. All the guests you have and all the stuff you do on the holidays to entertain. Like, you really are, like, the Joe Rogan of the cannabis podcast. And I love it. I guess if I had to be compared to uh, anybody, I guess I could take that. Because I dig uh, Joe Rogan for sure. He's a monster with it. So, uh, what are you smoking on over there? Cherry Kush. A little bit of Cherry Kush. Hell yeah. I like this stuff. I'm probably going to be taking a dab in a little bit. uh, You find the cherry sedative? Is that cherry a little bit sedative? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, snap. Some slaps. Oh, hell yeah. Shut up. He knows who I'm talking about. Shout out to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. The cherry, the cherry kush, I like it. It's definitely, I'm more of the stativa, or sorry, the indica type anyways, if you want to put it in like layman's terms or so everyone can understand. But like downer weed is like my type to, to like relax. I'll smoke anything though. If we hung out and you were like, yo, I got this six Dativa, bro, and hand it to me, I'd be like, hell yeah, Eagle, let's go. I like Sativas myself, but you gotta have a little bit of that Indica for time to time. Just for time to time. I think with like, I got ADHD, uh, so like, so I guess we should start it off right from. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's alright. I got a- a I got ADHD, so like the downer weed helps out. It like helps me focus. I find that's you know for a lot of people, uh, the sativa works like that. I find this you know for the most part, people with anxiety, you know. Uh, the sativas work very well for yeah absolutely you got to be careful though because some some sativas can get racy like canna queen was saying imagine getting one of those with like having a panic (laughs) well i hope that's not the case Ah, well we finding out i do have a couple of them flowering back there so we'll see oh, yeah. we'll see you said that let me pull up chat i can't wait to i want a strain report on that one so let's get your story going brother when was uh when was the first time you come across and uh messed with the cannabis plant uh i want to say like i probably smoked it for the first time like 14 15 grew it for the first time decent at 16 but then life hit me up so early Uh, yeah that's not too you know that's pretty average i'd say 16 is pretty average for your first time smoking 
That was my first time growing, my first time smoking, like 13, 14. Little young. Little young, I think. Well, no, nah, that's still right on the average side. From all the people I've talked to, that's pretty on the average side. I was just know? thinking that. In later my head. on, I'm thinking around anymore. It's right around 18, 19 would seem to be abnormal. But uh, as, as far as the growing part of it now, yeah, 16's, you know, on the earlier side of uh, the stories for some that I've heard. Yeah, it's a couple of them that I think out of, you know, a couple of hundred people, I would say, including yourself, probably four that really? actually started, you know, messing with the plant that early. Yeah. Well, growing, you know, and smoking almost across the board, you know what I mean? But growing only about like four of them that have, you know, stated they started that early. Oh, yeah. Well, I was always in with like the older crowd. I was always friends were always a couple years older in their neighborhood i had people up in maine that would travel for like holidays and they've always had really good weed out there for some reason so i was 16 and this is the first time i've ever like got like seeds that were actually the same seed i could say they're not like a bag seed someone handed them to me and said this is sweet tooth i was like okay and told me what to do and then from there he helped me get it started and once it was started i just had it going in the woods nice nice how'd you finish out that run <laughs> i left one plant there four of them made it home we got raided the day after <laughs> Um, all right, so here's the whole story. One night we went out to go Rated. grab. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went out to go grab them, and we got them in. And we only like we're we're young, so we only had one car at the time to get them. So it was a Toyota Camry, and we had to go down the highway for like three minutes. So we sh we had five out there. We shoved, f we grabbed four of them. We took them out to the road and we put them in the car. And we got them back to the house and we got all set up and we we're like, all right, we'll go back tomorrow for the last one because it's too sketchy trying to, it was dark. So like it was starting to get late. We're like, it's too sketchy driving on the highway with like these plants were hanging out the fucking window pretty much of the back seat. <laughs> my friend didn't even smoke. I'm pretty sure he, my friend's bro, it was my friend's brother that drove and he was like one of the straight edge kids we grew up with. So it was the funniest thing. He's like, fuck it. I'll, I'll bring you guys to go get it. So he brought us out there. We get it home. And my buddy was older. He had an apartment, kind of. It was an apartment, but it was above an older like couple's house. And it was kind of like not with a lease. So like the landlord could do kind of what he wanted. And he never, re he never walked in before and just just walked in the door but my buddy was sleeping after a night shift or like work he worked at a restaurant so he got out late he was sleeping and he heard his door open so he pops up out of bed this is the next morning after the plants and everything he got out of work running out the highways and 
his room door swings open. This is exactly like I wasn't there, so I can't exactly. This is how he explained it. My room door swung open and it was my elderly landlord sitting there. And he came in to talk to me about the rent, but he looked to the right and they were all right there next to the window with like, I think we stole a light from a parking lot to like (laughs) illuminate the closet that it was in. Um, we had some big light, definitely took it from like an industrial park or something. And he was like, he said it was, my buddy said it was a fern and instantly the guy said, yeah, we'll see what the cops say about that. So I get a phone call and I'm like, shit, I'm like, cut him down. Like, what are you going to do? Cut him the fuck down. Get him out there. So he chops them all down, gets them into a bookshelf, like the smallest little bookshelf, shoves them all, hangs them upside down, turns the bookshelf backwards against the wall. And through, we took the stems out in the woods, we dumped them, and there was a bag, of, there was a big bag of leaves, like the fan leaves, were on the front porch, just in a, like three trash bags. So if you looked at it, it just looked like a bunch of trash. I get the phone call. Cops are cops are coming. Okay. I get in my car, I go there, and they get there. By the time it got there, there was no like living plants. They walked around the apartment. Couldn't find anything. They, I I got there right when they were walking up the stairs. But the cool thing was the kid that was sleeping, his mom may or may not have been the dispatcher for the police. So, we had a little jump on everything, which was a good thing. But we got him out, we dried him. We didn't dry him good. That was the probably the, obviously, like, that was the worst part. We didn't know how to dry shit. We just put it pretty much next to the heater in the bookshelf at that point after the cops left for a couple, like, a day and then got him out of that house. Cause it already smelled. They said it smells like it in here, but the 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 landlord said there was living plants, and they're like, "Where'd you put them?" And my buddy's like, "We brought them out to the woods last night." <laughs> yep, that's one of the, that's the first time I ever grew. Shit, man, that was a good time though. I just realized that's not you. That's pretty interesting story for the first time growing. I was like a punk, like like I listened to hardcore punk music growing up. I was always like I hated the like I always had hate. I don't know. I was always a made fun of kid growing up, so I never really like got along with many people. So I drifted towards like the outcast, and that led me to hardcore punk music. So, like, I, thank God his mom worked for the police station. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and and that was why we picked that place to put it. And to this day, the one that drove that night is dispatching for the police. <laughs> nice. nice. Well, that, that's, you know, I think that's to say I know a few... 
few guys from high school that are now probably in the law force so somewhere. But I don't know. Yeah, everybody's a little crazy at some point in their life. I, I can just all I can say is that I guess they. I'm glad they don't dig too deep. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I actually have a nephew, and nothing against my nephew, but in the process of uh, him becoming a cop as well, they were. Uh, I was surprised. I was surprised how easy the process was to become like a city cop. I was like, no shit. A little bit of training, <laughs> a couple physical tests. That's about it. Yeah, I swear it was almost like an <laughs> online course in, a, like you say, a physical test. And I was like, huh? No. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure they that. have like a little, I think it's like a a ghetto boot camp. You know what I mean? It's for the police. So it's not going to be anything like the Marines. But they, I think they have like, they have to do a couple well, of things because they got to jump over fences. Trust me, I've made a well, couple. Well, I guess to not, <laughs> not, not, yeah, not to be uh, too specific, I guess, but I know that in particular town, uh, they were probably hurting for some police, so that may, <laughs> that may have something to do with the easier course uh, of action there. I don't know. Dude, I, don't I know. swear to God, every time I thought... They might work out on their own time then, because I could never get away from these fuckers. <laughs> but I'm good now. I'm happy now. I'm all legal. Um, I don't. I follow the law. I broke the law for a long time, and I, every every cop knows me by first name in my hometown. Um, but they know me as a good person now they know me as someone that's willing to help addicts so if they do have someone they have like i'm like really in tune with the like culture in in like the addicts still on the street like can still talk to me easily because i'm more like one of them so they kind of like how like they like me being me like with my past and everything, you know what I mean? It helps me with like guiding guiding people now. But they didn't like me back then, I could tell you that. Unfortunately the reasons why I know all of them at my fucking hometown is because I went to school with a lot of them. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I stay out of that hometown. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Uh, now, now I'm at the age where it's all. I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna say I'm at the age where it's all my my generation could becoming cops. You know what I mean? Like yours are your generation's kind of like phasing out, and all like the newer generation. You'll see it. It's a huge shift in like police forces. If you ever notice things like that, it's the little things from being a drug addict, like that you notice. That's a new cop. That's a new cop. <laughs> You know, that's one thing that uh, I can honestly say since I've gotten legal or I've been legal with cannabis, I don't really even, you know, look so much anymore. Uh, same thing that you're saying. I'm fucking legal at this point. You know, things are different, uh, way different too, man. 
you know, I am a caregiver and, you know, actually carrying my legal limit is uh will make most people very nervous <laughs> and for me it's like shit that was that's lay low for compared back in the days man <laughs> now i'm fucking legal i get two shits about that it don't even make me sweat fuck i put that in the passenger seat damn near <laughs> you know that fucking it's it's way different time so yeah these days i don't even usually sweat or even look twice at the local guy you know I, in fact that since i moved up here i couldn't even tell you what the local guys even look like i don't even speed anymore. knock i would but well, i've been to... pulled over a couple times up here but i you know they've been left they let me go i've been surprised you know? it's just my like i don't pretty, even want to deal with it you know like i don't want to give them the opportunity to even run my name anymore because if i'm out of my town they could they could give me they could fuck with me you know what i mean if it's like someone i don't know and there's just want to be a dick that day you've been arrested for this this and whatever a couple fights back in the day you know what i mean being in the hardcore punk scene fights fights were yeah just to get by kind of What are you smoking, Eagle? Actually, well, I, def- I forgot to ask you. I'm smoking uh, some Twisted TK from Deep Southern uh, Genetics there. Pretty good, pretty good. You know, I'm. but to say, you know, get back kind of what you were saying there. I'm not looking for trouble either. You know, I do frequently check brake lights, taillights. Oh, yeah. You know, license plate light. Make Quick sure everything's around. good. I don't roll with no cracks in the windshield and shit like that. You know, I'm, it just doesn't yeah. seem to point. Look, every time you fill up, man, it doesn't hurt to take that fucking windshield wiper, wipe off them fucking brake lights and shit. All that shit they show you in fucking driver's training and shit. Wipe them headlights, they fucking quick wipe off of the fucking blinkers and shit. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> Even All in the good. winter, let's grow get the snow off the plate <laughs> everything i'm just i just don't i don't want to give them i don't have that for, for them i have nothing for them to do illegally so i rather now i rather have them spend their time doing something else hopefully good <laughs> and not shitty i'm gonna take a dab though we're gonna dab some orange guys i'm real quick eagle so I'm gonna mute and might cough. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> What's up, Spiky Pilots, Buddha Boy, Jerry Bear, We just 207, Mr. Boom Farms. Always tons of respect for Mr. Boom, Mr. Boom. And put Jer Bear on there. I don't think Jer Bear's on the shout out list. And of course, my beautiful daughter, Lexi. How'd you guys like getting to see Lexi yesterday? Huh? I At first, I think, I think she disappeared too. And I was like, where'd she go? After you guys started talking a little bit about smoking, I was like, oh man. 
but it was cool. It's, it was absolutely cool. I think it's cool that you incorporate her and you're like, you know what I mean? All right, I'm about to, I cold start my dabs because I don't like. Yeah, you know, she. So walk me through your, how you cold start. I'm you know, a new dabber. When I go in, I'm fucking, I just take it in hot. So you just fucking hit it until it starts boiling and start hitting that shit? Yeah, pretty much. I'll, I'm going to put my cap. I already I put my cap on. I think you got a, wait, you got a rig. So if you got a rig, I put my cap on and you just heat it up. Once I start seeing vapor, I'll start hitting it. And then you get used to it. You get way more flavor, I think, cold starting it because you're not scorching it. And it keeps your banger way cleaner or whatever you're using. I like it. And I got that from Shout Out Fumidor because he got me back into cold starting. No, I'm not using a rig anymore. I'm back to my, my dab straw when I'm, I'm dabbing. <laughs> titanium even so i can't break it <laughs> there it is right there and uh i don't know i had a rig there for a minute that sun grown 707 was very nice and shout out 707 that was very nice and then i broke it live on air and that fucking i was like this is the heartbreak why well, i don't have a piece right here so I'm fucking down to the 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 uh the nectar collector now, or you know what? Well, it's not a nectar collector, but you know what I'm saying. This this thing here, and I'm just gonna stay there. I'm just gonna. I think stay it is there. a nectar collector. I think even a I think a Dabstron nectar collector. Those like I broke a lot of pieces too. Um, that's why I, like smash cannabis is because i used to like drop things and break things they used to call me smash all the time so i kind of just took the name because it was like my nickname at that point i literally have broken so many pieces eagle it's funny i'm the type of person to leave a bowl on his lap getting out of the car every time he gets out of the car I fucking, when I first got the fucking one of these, man, I burnt the shit out of my fucking stomach, man. <laughs> All sitting here, middle of summer, fucking took a dab, you know, through that thing, and I forgot I had it in my hand. I fucking, like, leaned into it or put it down. I don't know, burned the fuck out of my stomach. But it's, I guess, I, I was actually, you know, at some point thinking about buying a motorcycle road bike sometime soon. You Me know, too. Maybe. Maybe. You know, I've rode dirt bikes, dirt bikes all my life and shit, but I've always been way too big of a fucking partier to uh, <laughs> to ride bikes and then kind of settle down and then wasn't time was never right to ride time was never right to get a road bike I guess still didn't trust myself a little bit crazy there and I've actually been you know considering it the last year or two. And it's been the same thing with glass. I thought I was like old enough to fucking keep a piece of fucking <laughs> a rig. And then I had that thing for about a week, if that was taking care of that thing, like I thought I could. But so it makes me wonder about the decision of the bike. <laughs> I've been looking at him too, I can't lie. Don't get crazy on that fucker. 
See, that's the thing. I, I think I still will do a wheelie here and there. <laughs> My dad, before he passed away, before he got like really sick, he taught motorcycle safety for 28 years, bro. That's me. I, So I was at that course my whole life. I've been riding since I was little, little on the front of the bike. Because I was too little, my dad had to put me on the front and lay on the tank and hold the tank because I was too little to sit on the back of the bike. I've been riding forever, bro. I love bikes. That's fucking... See, you know, that's badass, but you never know. With bikes, it's not necessarily just you. It's always, you know, looking out for other people, too. It seems to be the bike's biggest enemy. But to me, to this day, still, man, if you pull up in front of my bike, my house, a four-wheeler, motorcycle, something, and it's just my instinctive nature to redline that motherfucker, you know. <laughs> First thing right out the bat, and, you know, it's one of I do it the too. Drawbacks riding the bike there. So. If I got a new exhaust, I gotta test it out. You know. <laughs> yeah, very I've been thinking about like yeah, on top of like cannabis, like even drag racing. Like I'm looking for just a hobby, uh, something other than like cannabis to spend time with too. So what do you think it'd be? What would your side hobby be? I really like Pete from P&L Grows and Operation Grows. He makes knives, and I've always been interested in that. And I've always been interested in blowing glass. Like, it's kind of like perfect timing to actually start trying one of those, because I could do it on my own. On. You get into making some knives, get at me because I've got a fucking. I don't make knives, but I've got a nasty, nasty fucking habit of fucking collecting knives. Like that's just completely sick. Yeah, so you right should now, see. Without even getting up, I, <laughs> could, I could grab four. I could grab four. a box cutter. There's one that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an eagle on the handle. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'll, I'll, I'll give him another shout-out because his, his shit's dope. Pete from P&L Grows makes some such sick knives. That's sick. That's all dope as hell. See, I never got the knife thing. My dad always shot guns. <laughs> I used to love guns, but I can't have them. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is about them, but they're everywhere. And I have, I have like I have a large number of them too. Just, it's just that thing. It's just a hobby, you know. You you see something you like, you just grab it. It's like it's like a kid or like an adult that still likes Hot Wheels. You know what I mean? You're gonna you go out. It's a hobby. It's just something cool to collect. And each tell a story. Oh, yeah, you start making some uh, 
yeah, really unique knives. I, oh, I got a, I did the same thing with hammers for a long time because I was a carpenter by trade. And man, I must have right around the 80 mark of fucking hammers. Each one of them's got just a little something different about it. They're not something that's, you know, different that you can't buy anymore. I don't know. It was a sickness there for a while. And then they, at one point, I had like the regular hammers down. And then I had uh, blew out my right shoulder and had a fucking sh- had it completely rebuilt at one point. And then that was uh, uh, actually I taught myself how to swing with the left hand. I could still drive a fucking nail with a uh, 16 just like I can with my right hand with my left hand. But because of that, I got worried about, you know, being, you know, having a hard time with this arm. So I actually after that, I actually had an excuse to buy the titanium hammer. Because it was like, yeah, I just want to save my shoulder a little bit. So then I started <laughs> venturing down, collecting titanium hammers, which are, you know, bees knees if you're into fucking framing and shit. I never was like, I did carpentry a little bit. I was in a trade school. I did plumbing. So do you collect anything like that? I mean, besides hobbies, do you have a collection? Nope. Uh, magic cards, because I'm no. a fucking nerd. Uh, a collection is a collection. I still play, like, I still love, all right, I'm like a 90s kid by, by trait, you know, and I, I love Pokemon still. I grew up on it. It was my first Game Boy game, one of my first Game Boy games. Um, I want to start collecting glass, I'll tell you that. To bring it back to like cannabis and lifestyle, like glass artists are crazy shit out there. Like Mike Luna, Mike Luna Lamps, Salt does some crazy work, Darby, and it's fucking worth the money. Some like to have that piece of art. You know what I mean to me? At this point, I'm like, that's my new collection. I think it's gonna be glass. Well, back to the, you know, making the nicer the glass, what more are you up to, to go to there? Both. Both. I want to learn both, for real. Maybe a little, maybe a little, like, learn to blow bowls and stuff. And then, because I feel like I have the time right now to do whatever I want. Maybe take a little, I think I will try to learn both, though, for real, before I die. I would almost start with the glass, it, with the cannabis in mind, you know. You know, there's so many reasons why I would. You know, every event you went to, you could think about selling some pieces here or there, doing a podcast or, you know, maybe you know, on YouTube or whatever, just have a piece there that right. you could have, you know. It's uh, free promotion. Side so piece the, once in a while. You know what yeah. I mean? You put those pieces, like, some of those dudes that are just names glass in a shot and it makes the shot like they just ridiculously art like i know people that make money off taking pictures of glass <laughs> right on right on there's pictures of can pictures of anything of cannabis is a field really buds glass you know just cannabis products in general have you ever been to like a glass 
drop, like a, a artist drop, like they do a bunch of pieces and they like spend a bunch like couple months and they don't put anything out and they release it all at once and it's like a little party. They're fun. Oh, I never have, but uh, some fun as hell. It's like a... How could I put it? It's like a bunch of stoners getting together to look at art and smoke. You know what I mean? It's so fun. It's it's the coolest atmosphere. Because you don't even have to buy anything. You really don't. You could just go to admire. Well, as uh, you know, things progress here. Hopefully, that's something more that we definitely see. I'm trying, man. It's little by little. This COVID shit's got me all messed up. Money's tight, so I would have. I'm building everything by hand. I have all. I just got all the bricks for a forge to start the knives first, because <laughs> that was easier to make. Because I would have to buy the blow torches, and I could do a coal furnace. So I want to like get the blow torches. So, one of my buddies, you might have seen him. He was on the EO show for a little while. Uh, Zen Premium Cannabis is uh, starting to blow glass. Yeah, he's starting to do it. And we talk every once in a while. So he's thinking about getting a studio of his own, which is kind of cool because then, you know what I mean, I'll have spots to do everything. That'd be a, that'd be an interesting fucking hobby. That's for sure. They can turn into uh, a very valuable uh, side hobby as well. <laughs> I don't know if you can call it a hobby if you're making money. But I'm uh, uh, yeah. Once I can quit doing like DoorDash and shit to make money, I'll call it a job. Like I do that shit. Like since I grow and stuff, I'm a caregiver. Like you guys. What I was doing in the side to like put money on the table now was DoorDash and shit. Cause I'm still the type of person like I'm a I'm a hermit. I like to pick my schedule, and I didn't really have a business to start right away. So I figure, let them make some money off me and figure out the like. Cause I'm really good at like when I, once I start doing something like driving around, I figured out the best routes to make the most money and where to be. So I was making four, five, six, seven hundred dollars a week on that shit, just doing DoorDash. And everyone gonna steal my job now. Fuck. <laughs> you must be in a somewhat of a decent sized town where you, you know it's worth uh doing a little door how i mean how how busy does that shit keep you depending on where i go that's the thing all right so if i leave my town like if i, I live kind of nowhere if i drive 10 minutes that way i'll be able to get to a spot that just reaches a city line 
and I'll start picking up city um, orders. And once you start picking them up in the city, as long as you get one, it just goes bung, 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 bung. You'll like be turning out of the driveway, canceling the order, and it literally comes like that. The next one, and you're like, shit, I wanted to take a break. <laughs> Huh. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um. Okay. But yeah, growing is like kind of. I don't get paid. You know what I mean. I'm a caregiver, so my patients come to see me, and they compensate me. So that like I had to shut everything down. Like I had a nice little kind of perpetual grow going on in a little space with auto flowers and photo periods. So I had a constant flip um, in this little tent, but then I realized, I'm like, this isn't gonna last. I'm smoking way more weed. <laughs> uh, um, they, I was like, now I, I didn't have a, I wasn't a caregiver for a while. I recently just kind of started this. So that's why I got bigger. So what kind of are you still pushing auto flowers now? Is that uh, I'll grow everything, man? Everything. I love seeds. Give me seeds, I'll pop them. Appreciate that. Appreciate I got yours that. sitting there. So no cloning, just seeds mainly. Ah shit, man! You got that question. I try. I like nice. <laughs> I like to. But there's so many good seeds out there that I don't need to. I, I don't. I can just pop more seeds. There's nothing really that impressed me. And the thing that impressed me, I bred with. So I have seeds of it. <laughs> so do you think it's more, do you get more, think in your Look, opinion, more bigger from seed? I like the tap root. That's like, I like having that tap root. Um, I think you get a, I don't know. Clones just seem for me to always have a, a shallow root structure unless you give them a little bit more time. Um, but with a seed, once that tap root gets down there, it just seems like it's, I like it. It's just a better way for me to grow. That's all, it's more, it can take more abuse. You know what I mean? Having more of that tap root and all that shit down there instead of just the surface roots just starting. I'm assuming you're uh, straight to the container. Uh, what do you mean? Like seed into like a five gal? Planning. Yeah, yeah. I'll step up still. I actually just started, I tried actually starting in solo cups for, I haven't done it in forever and I wasn't doing good with it because I was mixing, I, I messed up because I did too much at once, you know what I mean? You ever do that to yourself? Just change everything at once and you're like, fuck, I gotta figure this all out now. 
Only uh, one time was I kind of silly enough to do that, and boy, I fucking, oh, I fucked myself. Oh, jeez, did I fuck myself. <laughs> it hurt so bad, too. It was one of those fucking, one of them things, too, where you like, ugh. What is going on, too? Because it took me a minute to figure out what the fuck. Because I was actually switching back, trying to switch over from something different. I liked the Pro Mix, but I liked the Cocoa. And Pertolite's always been my fucking beast. You know? (laughs) I hate, you know, I've always been dumping it out in the yard, and that shit's so telltale. So I'm fucking was trying to get over to straight cocoa, something without fucking perlite. And I thought, back then, back then, I thought fucking cocoa is fucking cocoa is fucking cocoa. And so I switched and I was switched brands. And this is where I, got, I had a brand that I was using. And then I seen, I stopped in and I was looking at this other place and they had some cocoa. And I'm like, all right, what do you want for your cocoa? And they had a halfway decent price. And I'm like, all right, well, what if I buy like fucking 10 of them bitches? And uh, they're like, ooh, uh, we do you fucking better. Well, you know, 80 or uh, eight bucks a piece. And I was like, hell yeah, stack them bitches up. You know, it was a uh, fucking, I took it home and, uh, Use that shit, and it was like super, super fine. So I went home, fucking wet it all up, transplanted fucking almost like everything that was getting ready to flower into that shit. And fucking that shit just held the water. And fucking it was the worst cocoa I ever fucking had. So everything's just sitting there stagnant over water. I can't figure out what the fuck's going on. Then I figured, oh shit, figure it out. This cocoa's just fucking so fine. It's actually worse than fucking dirt. It's fucking just saturated, not fucking drying up. So mid fucking like week, week and a half into flower, I had to fucking pull everything out, fucking and transplant them in back into a cocoa <laughs> Pro Mix, Pro Mix HPCC, and I was like, oh. But they 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 stunned They got a halfway decent flower on. They wasn't fucking wrecked. They would have been fucking wrecked if I would have let them continue to try to flower and that shit. It would have sucked. But yeah. Well, I don't know. We won't so, talk about what brand. I try not to switch anything over. I know. I usually don't. What's that? But I was gonna say we won't talk about which brand because they kind of had a similar problem with cocoa. It was uh, General Hydroponics. That's what it was. And, uh, it was like a white blue bag. Yeah, I fucking, I fucking, I look it up. <laughs> yeah, because I, I added this next, this last round, I needed more fluff in my like mix because it was really compact. So I added a little bit more cocoa and a little bit more. I used Hydroton because I didn't, I don't, like everyone says, I don't like perlite because, yeah. like you said, it gives it away. But I mean, out back is probably a million things of <laughs> like specs back there because of all the old gardens. And I used to just buy bags. I guess the bags I use now don't have a lot in them, though. 
like or I used to use now I'm trying to reuse soil kind of like coot and smiley right there brother oof that's all I can say about that shit oof stay the fuck away <laughs> that cocoa tech man that shit's just fine fucking just fine fine too fine yeah. I, I would yeah I was getting a lot of water retention at first. I was killing veg plants at first, and I was just... Because I've never had anything hold water like that. And the mix I, I mixed up, it must have just... You know what I mean? It must have just... Something I did must have just wanted to hold water. So what I had to do is let everything dry, like dry, dry out. And I started to literally bottle feed things. Until they were big enough to take a full water. Like, I used to, like, bottom start bottom feeding and stuff. But, like, when I started to bottom feed, it just, it was so saturated. It it was bad. It was weird. I've never had the problem before. It seems like you, I mean, in my opinion, you'd have to... Uh Wait until you had that tap root or you had a decent root system at least hit the bottom before you can start bottom feeding without like overwatering. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no way like you can oh, yeah. see that you can like bottom feed. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think I might have hit it too. I'm usually never early with it. I'm usually more on the later side. You know what I mean? I'm on the later side of everything. This is just how I am. It's I'd rather be late and then overwater at this point. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm not the type to let my plants droop, but they'll get there almost. And as soon as they start needing water, they get a full pot full. But like my seedlings, they try to bottle feed like spray bottles and stuff. And I was spraying the top of the soil with my spray bottle, just like the normal way I would water. And it just, it was holding it. it just, these seedlings were just dying. They were, it wasn't growing. It was holding water way longer than it, it normally would. It was the weirdest situation. I got it all sorted out now. And it was definitely the cocoa part of what I mixed in um, was holding them, holding way more water than I'm used to. At one point in my fucking grow career, I uh, grew with these, and they're all up here, the air pots, where they got the cones that go in and out. I grew with them for the longest time. I still love them. I'm halfway tempted to go back to them. I like there fabrics. was a point where, you know, I was so anal of everything. They're just as good as fabric, but, man, you keep them. You know what I mean? Fabric you only have so long. It gets nasty. You can't wash that shit. That's where I get a little fucking finicky, man. I like to wash it between grows, man. No, yeah, you're wash right. Wash out the pots, trays, wipe everything down. And them fucking them my fabric pots are just a bitch to wash, man. You chase them around the yard with a fucking hose, <laughs> fucking. It just you know. I've tried just about everything besides killing the washer and trying to get them fucking. I got trust in my but, uh, mi microbes, Eagle. I'll say that. And I'm happy you're starting to grow organic because you will have trust in your microbes. I've always used a lot of microbes, even in artificial. 
my cocoa and stuff, man. Oh. I've always felt that's key, man. It's just so above, so below, man. That root zone isn't happy underneath, man. You're not doing good up top. And then it, the same thing in, should be said when you're done taking out that plant, even organics or what, man, you fucking, you harvest that plant, you knock that root ball out of that pot. If that fucker ain't next to fucking root bound, you still got some root to, you've got work to do somewhere or another. Cause man, that's where I, I in my opinion, if there's room in that pot, my job ain't done. I, I didn't do something right. I got still got room to tweak something out. Yeah. And that's the way I still and my my judge now and my pots right now. If I can go outside, knock that fucker over, I'm like, oh <laughs> I can think I killed it up top, man. Fucking pull that root zone out and fucking barely going around the pot or it ain't as thick as I wanted or you know what I mean? I haven't worked it enough. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's so much going down there. There's plants, defense. There's fucking just, you know, what's being ta- able to be ta- uptaken in the plant. That's, you know, there's... Well, I so guess what I, I, I meant, yes. like, with my fabric pods, I'm not really worried too worried about cleaning them out, you know? Like, you said you're spraying them down and stuff. And I think it's more or less the difference of, like, nutrients we're using like you probably get a, like don't you like do flushes and stuff because salts build up in them sometimes and that's why you clean your pots really Easily. good i've never towards the end i used i use yeah, salts outside the end, but not oh. like every couple of weeks or nothing like that i don't do it as heavy okay. you know it's you know half to three eighths strength all the time not just you know hammer 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 and even at that, you know, I'm almost literally of a lineup that says, you know, uh, you have to flush. And almost like they know. <laughs> they know that it's going to get yeah. toxic, you know. That's cool. Anymore, a lot of them don't even say nothing about uh, flushing every few weeks. Only like fucking high performance where you've got 16 parts. <laughs> yeah. 16 parts of bullshit you need to flush one out start the other one if you don't this yeah see when i did it use it swinging it too hard at i used probably i think i got what it was it fox farm i got the fox farm three <laughs> that was like the first shit i obviously started with and fox farm soil but i've been pretty much organic like fish, crab, um, kelp, I use all that stuff and I love it. It, it. It's always been easier on me. I didn't have to do as much feeding, you know what I mean? It was, it was, but now I, now when I'm learning to make new super or make new living soil, pretty much I've always used super soil and fed organic nutrients, which, which is like kind of a system like a half-ass living system but now I want and I used to throw all my soil outside in the garden and I'm trying to get to the point where I can just literally water only <laughs> seems like the easiest route to go and the like I've no cannabis is I've seen synthetic and I've seen um, organic and I just prefer I think the my personal I'll say it this way my personal preference is organic because I think it brings up I think it brings out a little bit more of the smell 
and a little bit more frostiness. My opinion. Don't butcher me in the chat, guys. I don't know about the frostiness. Maybe it's a little bit of tastier. You know, I've ground some super, super frosty shit. And I do on a, you know, on an annual basis. So I don't know behind the frostier end of it. But yeah, maybe in the taste. Maybe a little bit of taste. Maybe a little bit in the cleaner burn. But for me, I'm not gonna lie. I am. I I am and can be a cheap fucker. And you know, uh, in hustle, in the school of hustle, of life, mainly the school of hustle. You you want to do things as cheaply as possible. It's kinda yeah. Most of what you can. So, you know, I, again, back to like the artificial, you know, in nutrients versus, you know, organics type setup. Uh, uh, I don't care. Cheaper? I really By don't. far, by far organics. You know, it, it comes to a point, even if you're producing it for yourself, okay? This is your own garden. Just bam. You got to fuck four plants in there. You fucking whatever. If you're paying more to produce the cannabis, and I don't care whatever quality you think you were expecting, then you can go out and buy, save your fucking time and space, and go buy some. So if I've got, if I'm telling out, you know, fucking on a 16 part nutrients program and it's fucking costing me more time. Yeah, some of those are crazy <laughs> fucking money than it's worth. Some of those. And are yeah, crazy. a lot of them are. That's why I actually, why well, I'm into like two parts, you know, I've, I, you know, I go, I go where common sense takes me as far as nutrient lineups go. And, uh, <laughs> and that's, you know, one of the things that's the biggest draw for me is, the or to the organics is kind of cost cutting say you know side of it especially i you know talk to you know talk to you know, <laughs> smiley i can't cut, i can't by any means cut smiley out of it. i know i know smiley, earthworm you, casting earthworms castings earthworm castings fuck man i can make those myself as everybody you know is pointed out you know Yep. Then you start, you know, talk about the K and F and shit. If you can start producing, you know, nutrients for next to nothing, and quality, yeah. I shouldn't it's just have the said only frosty. downside for me is, you know, the mixing. If I yeah. could go down to like a living, so that's, I'm so close. I'm close. I'm close. But that, there's the other side of it too. Is you know. You know, I'm kind of decently happy with the runs and the cost. You know, for what for what it is for you know what i'm saying this current setup's pretty you know yeah on point you but, got it uh, if the only thing that the only thing that bothers me is you know uh mixing the soil and having something like that if it's not that then i may need to have room make room <laughs> for earthworm bends <laughs> compost and shit i don't think i can go down there uh I Some, mean, technically, it even makes sense to go down the Bukashi Road. But yeah, not. I like the. <laughs> I, th I, I got a shout out to Spartan because the earthworms, uh, earthworms, 
bins could be they're so simple and they do all your composting for you you just throw whatever you want to compost right in your worm worm bin and they'll it will go and it will turn into stuff you can use and that's what i'm learning too though i'm learning right there with you i'm a bottled guy kind of still to to a point but the bottled stuff i use wasn't salt And I shouldn't have said frostiness. I wanted to stop you because I shouldn't have said that. Because wow. you got you get some frost. Red Setter Farm gets some frost. The uh, bag, Mr. Bagsy, they use Jacks. Um, I think so. I should have I should have specified taste and smell. I think you get a little bit more of. that I think that can be after uh, out some funk too it's just uh, I don't know I just I, I never see that it was yeah. the thing I just never could get a good smell you probably got it dialed in I couldn't get it though I'll say that when I found organics I was getting the smell I was always looking for so that's why I stuck it stuck Everyone has their spot about though. Where I've well, got things twisted back into where I would like to have them. I see. I can. My things kind of go a little awry because I'm like, I guess, right back to. You ever try anything all at once? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> do. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of in that boat where I do once in a while. Take you got some it sometimes. Stuff, you know, from companies. You know what I mean. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it isn't what it is, you know what I mean? But sometimes it is what it is. And so as you, you know, take out a new nutrient company and swap everything over, which I'm guilty, I shouldn't do. I should be doing it just by 10 by 10. But a lot of times it's yeah, pretty good load. <laughs> it's worth just you know, switching everything over to. And when I switched over to the salts, they were like, here. <laughs> Here's fucking a year's worth of fucking nutrients oh, yeah. and shit that fucking sit on the yard. It's like, eh. I, I feel you, bro. I started using it all, and I, I feel you. I do. I, I was getting bags of soil for low price, twelve dollars. Really good soil. If he was in a good mood, if I had to deal with his boss, it was sixteen bucks. A bag so I was getting it pretty cheap and then every time I would hit him up if I needed it he would throw me coast of Maine it was the, one of my favorite that's how I got I found it and I f that's kind of how I fell in love with like the f I, I always say fish fish brings the dank f for me I seen everyone like everyone every grow style has its place for a grower you know what I mean some people want that simple three, two, one mix and they can feed and put it on the irrigation system and leave for seven days, four days, and they know everything's gonna work and everything's perfect. The nutrients are mixed in in their res and they're ready to go. I'm pretty sure Red Red Setter said he could go seven days with his res on jacks without visiting. So that's, that's good. doable <laughs> that's a good vacation right yeah 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 i'd fucking 
I haven't been able to step away from the grow for that amount of time. Like, never. <laughs> never. Never. I, even now, I can't fucking, I shouldn't really do it. You know what I mean? I like these tents open the way they are. They, they're designed and they usually run to where they they can run closed. But I don't like it. I get a little nervous. So I'm, I'm guessing back there. It's the it's the high pressures that worry me. You know what I mean? You know the LEDs, not so much. But fucking, you know that 4K back around there. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I see I'm that. Worried deep about one. what if the fucking incoming, even the fucking 4K or a, you know, an intake fan goes or something, man. If that fucking area gets hot, man, it's just. And without, like, say, if the incoming air stopped coming in for one reason or another, it would take, like, zero time for that fucker to get dangerously hot. Oh, yeah, those are dangerous. So I like to be here, open it up. Have you ever seen someone, I know you have, someone in their garden throw throw some thousand watts and flower hanging from from strings? Well, just ratchet straps, you mean? It was just the bulb. It was just a bunch of extra bulbs. They had, I'll show you. Oh, I have no. a picture somewhere. It was the I craziest mean, they thing kick ever. Out. I've seen it like that. But I would, you know, that seems like a lot of heat, a lot of extra heat to a room. It was a facility. A lot of fucking extra that did it it was i think i saw it you know who shit i saw it on i saw it on jungle boys when they were starting out they used to when they were in flower they had a picture and it was their old flower room and they used to throw in the lights i'll find it one day and i'll send it to you but it was definitely jungle boys some four or six hundred waters for the side lighting maybe drop them in the rows i got a walking rows maybe 150 watt HPS in my flower. Two 2K or no 3K. Uh, but it's a self-contained unit. You know what I mean? It's one of those self-contained ones. So there's no fan. It doesn't really put off too too much heat. I'm, I don't really worry about it too much. So how long from it was it from that first grow to? Uh the next time that uh, you were able to sink some fucking plants in the dirt. So, 16, I had that little experience. And then I want to say I didn't get serious until five years ago. And probably 10 years ago, I was on and off. So, I'm 31. So, when I was 21... I would pop, I would throw some seeds in and I got okay at it here and there. Um, it was still illegal, so like it was always stealthy in the woods and I had to do it the right way. Um, I also had a bunch of other stuff on my mind. So like I, I, I started obviously getting high on other stuff. So that took a lot of like chunk out of my growing experience but like since i've been clean the last five years it's been a consistent at least at least every year i've had a grow 
because when I was just doing myself, you know, I would get a, f I would get a cycle, I would be happy with it, and it would last me a couple months, and I would know when I need to start, and I would finish again when I would get low. But like I said, I just moved up to everything so big, and I think about it now that you say no, I, I kind of only did it once. I should have what I should have did. I made an office like where I'm sitting right now is my new office in my house for like the the shows and shit and online because I spent a lot of time on the computers and doing the podcasts and stuff. And this is where my old grow used to be, literally where I'm sitting next to my bed in my room. Um, <laughs> and it used to be as big as like my arms. I'm six feet tall, so my arms can stretch about six feet wide. So it was about it was about five foot wide. I made it out of PVC, um, five foot by three by five. And I stayed in that thing for consistently for five years happy, four years happy, four and a half. And then everything before that was outdoor. Always in, in soil indoors. Yeah. I never, I never had the money to get hydro. <laughs> I never went down that road because that's just, it's just too needy. Not that I'm here, I'm here usually anyway. But back when I like, uh, up until, uh, I don't want to say how it's been a few recent years. It was always still a full-time hustle. You know what I mean? I was gone usually 12 hours a day, easy, swinging hammers and fucking, or designing some furniture, doing something else, staying busy on top of, you know, the grow. So I wasn't there as much as I am now. So I don't, I'm always worried about something going down, pump going down, pH swinging. It just never really interests me in trying to do, you know, hydroponics. Yeah. So I never did. Yeah. I still haven't done that, went down that road. It, I don't even, you know, I hand water to do you this have, day. Do, do you have you an arrow cloner? I, mean? Fucking, I have an oxy cloner. Yeah, it's hydro, kind of. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of like a DWC, basically. I think I want to do that like you I, I got a fish tank actually to start like my I'm the type of person that builds things you know like I'm a I want to make something cool so I got a fish tank and I want to make it into like one of you guys's easy cloners and I want to just have my fishies in the tank and I just want to have floating styrofoam on top of my cannabis seeds or clones in it oh yeah. I'm gonna it's my dream. It's gonna happen. Seems achievable. Seems achievable. <laughs> I just think it would be the coolest thing if I'm like, hey guys, I just gotta make sure I mark them good enough so when they're floating around, I know what clones which. Well, colors, colors. It's hard to do that. It just always hydro. Different color rings. Hydro always seemed like it was. It was the most expensive option, so I just never went there. Again, it seems like, you know, very needy. 
I've seen some, even like some of these, uh, you know, the blue mats, you know, other self-watering systems. It seems like this shit's got to be cleaned at some point or just throw it out and start it again. I think all the, the drippers, uh, it depends. I know people that don't have to clean theirs out because they use straight clean water and it and they maybe clean it out once it grow they'll air spray it out but i think raptor uses the the blue mots and his are pretty cool he likes them a lot he really likes them a lot um i have a i have a dripper system if i have to go like if me and you decided to like chill and i'm like all right eagle i'll come hang out i'd set up my drip system and I'd set it, I'd probably put my four or five five day bucket down there and I'd come and visit. But I love hand watering like you're saying. Oh shit. I just, again, the blue mats are alright. The blue mats are alright. But I just, I don't know. I just don't like, uh, I don't like my hand watering. Just... More work, more work, more work. And the other side, the reason I haven't went hydro as well, at least back then, I know it was a huge factor, was uh, more electricity. Uh, yeah, more electricity, more electricity. You know, up until and even then, first year or two or so, when I was legal, it was uh, always the, the electric company. Because my fucking... They, I know. At one point back then, they actually called me and asked me, you know, <laughs> you're pumping well, a lot of power out of here. <laughs> yeah, basically, you're running three houses worth of fucking power there, brother. Uh, what you doing? And at that time, it was a decently sized house, and I was fucking running uh, electric heat most of the time, even pure heaters here, there, hot water tank, laundry, and I'm like fucking. Yeah, and I had my shop there too, so which I told them, which I didn't use as much. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, most of my work was off-site, but I used that. Oh, I'm fucking running my machinery, fucking all day. I got everything that's electrical, and they're like, uh, okay. But even at that, I wasn't trying to tack more shit on. You know what I mean? Even at that, I was fucking. There was a time. Because the grow was uh, in an attic space, you know. I at some point I need to find a picture. I've got tons of pictures of it, but it was a uh, it was in a forty by forty. Oh, I gotta sit, sit up. It was in a forty by forty, fucking garage, and it was I had twelve twelve trusses, so I had a nice A frame in the center there. So I utilized that motherfucker, man. That big, straight, fucking 40-foot-long A-frame, which at the base was, like, fucking 10 feet, and it went almost to fucking 10 feet tall. And I could shove these very fucking same hoods right up into the... You know what I mean? They were like, bing! And they would lower down and ratchet right up tight, all one piece. They were all fucking... uh, Hard, hard line together, and oh man, I the setup was pretty sweet. That but sounds I was like always me. fucking hot, 4K in it, 
4K in an attic space. I was always worried about fucking a plane flying over and fucking going, wow, that's an impressive heat footprint there. You know, something's <laughs> obviously going on there. It would fucking melt. Why <laughs> is there no snow? My roof would be like the only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is there no snow <laughs> on this house? It was a dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. I always go. I always go down. Yeah, I don't go yeah, up. That was definitely a giveaway there. That's the funniest thing, cause that's I like everyone's house back in the day. One of the patients. You go. Smell check, buddy. I go. <laughs> oh shit! You can smell. It. He's like, fuck, man. As soon as I got out of that car, man, probably all of my clothes, man. Jeez, <laughs> fucking filter. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man. Hey. <laughs> I. I'm pretty that's actually sure. when I got in. That's was part of the journey to Coco, brother. Was that being in that spot? I actually fucking let me see. I know I've got some pictures. While I'm talking, I'll try to fucking find you a couple of at least. So I know I might have some. Um, it got so heavy. I ended up having to fucking build a fucking uh, a header underneath the center of it. The whole forty foot. Every sixteen foot, I just threw down a leg. Two by twelves so all the way down to hold that shit. <laughs> Weight was a factor, and I started out in the soil, in that grow, and it just fucking. I seen things started to tweak, like a rough fucking line kind of start sagging a little bit. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> gotta change things over. What are we looking at there, brother? Um, I'm gonna take a hit of this Raphael. I just wanted to show it off. It looks so good. It smells so good. That's one of Irie, grown by uh, Purple Thumb, squished by him, too. I think it's just flower rising. Awesome. It's not hash. That that dude is really him, Mr. Bagseed, Raptor, Duckweed, all the homies over there, bro. Um, Fumidor. I, I, honestly, they're like brothers now. We had a really, like, like I said before we jumped on, I've, obviously these times are tough. And I know everybody's having a hard time, but like, I, I just sometimes I don't have m many people to talk to and I, everything builds up and I don't really have outlets to go talk. And they gave me an outlet to let everything that I've been holding in go since the quarantine happened. And I got to like, I really got to say thank you. Definitely a bunch of awesome guys over there. Few have been on the show. Raptor's been on the show, that's for sure. Chris Mertz been on the show. Boomy refuses to be on the show. <laughs> but everybody else, pretty much. He'll cave soon. One day he'll cave. Yeah, but the invitation's closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love, honestly, I can say, though, like, from my past to now, this, this like, cannabis shit really did save my life. And people might argue with me and say, because there's a guy out there that said cannabis didn't help him at all. But, like, this shit saved my life. I don't care what other YouTubers or influence say. This shit really did save my personal life. I can say, I don't know, yeah, I can say, honestly, say it saved my life more than, maybe not in the way of a lot of other people's, but, man, it's been there. 
more than uh, it's been almost there more than parent figures have in my life. That's for fucking sure. And uh, it's definitely uh, kept me alive in a few instances. So yeah, I can you know, say I owe a lot to the cannabis plant as well. It makes me sad because my mom's not with cannabis at all. Like she won't smoke. Period. I, like Eagle, I gave her some CBD lotion, and she said no. <laughs> um, but my dad, on the other hand, would have smoked with me. Um, I'm pretty sure, but he passed away, and I'm so mad. It makes me mad because we cleaned out like his stuff after he passed away, and guess what? I found a half zip of some fire nug. I'm, my mom's holding it in her hand, and I'm like, that's mine. Thank you. <laughs> I have gotten to smoke with my father before he passed. He actually passed during this episode 50. Damn. He passed during this time. And, uh, yeah, it sucked. But I, I did get to enjoy a lot of cannabis with that man. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, sure. I hated to share hash with that man, <laughs> but I loved to smoke joints with that man. He loved his fucking hash. I love hash, bro. He loved his bro. hash, too. He I, I love hash. hash etiquette, though. <laughs> There's no... What's hash etiquette? Smoke, smoke it. <laughs> get high. There is hash etiquette, brother. You I know, guess I smoke by in, myself. Ah... Uh, I guess I would, you know, I wish you, you know, it only took one time to fucking smoke some with him and you'd know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, come on, good hash, what do you do? You light it like once, twice, it smolders. Yeah, you know. You throw that shit, throttle it a little bit, you know, you work it. That's hash etiquette. That's hash Oh, etiquette. okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're on this. Yep. I'm. Yeah, one or two puffs and it's lit. Oh, no, man. My old man would fucking throw a lighter to that thing for in the whole bowl, not off to a side or something, just right over top and fucking for like 10 Dude. seconds. And that thing would practically be a fucking bonfire as he was hitting it. <laughs> That's so funny. You're like, no, no. What'd you do to my ass? You're last. You are last. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's how I smoke, man. I always quote, like, that's just that's me smoking. That's just me smoking, I guess. Yeah, that's just, that's bull. See, that same bull. He would have fucking. <laughs> Just torch that whole top, man. I bet you my no, dad would have too. No, no, no. I would have been smart and put a little bit. Anytime he asked me if I had, it was I put it in a joint. That's the only way I could. I'd be. He'd be like, "You got some hash?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's put it in a joint." <laughs> yeah, that's your fairground. Fairground right there. Until he gets into the stories and just keeps it, and you're like, "Dad, I need that. <laughs> pass it, puff, puff, pass, man." More reason to put the ash in it, could just keep it, let it burn for a half hour, like an incense and shit. It's still the same size when you get it back. 
I'm the same way though, man. You get me going, smoking, fucking. I'll shake. I'm that guy that'll sit there and shake it at you while he talks and shit. You'd be like, "Come on, man, hit that thing. It's going out." <laughs> yeah, that's too long. If the joint goes out, you've held it too long. Unless you're smoking by yourself. <laughs> I don't want to get you guys with that. Wait till Eagles done go up. <laughs> That that should be a that should be a stoner rule. This one. If the joint goes out in your hand, you've been holding it for too long. You don't you don't get the permission to light it back up. Rule, my friend. You kind of. So, if we're smoking and I we're talking and I let the joint go out, you don't get to relight it and hit it again. You have to pass it. Your turn is forced. That's fair enough. <laughs> That's fair. That is completely fair. But I've always, I've smoked with people too. It's the opposite way. Total insult. Smoke like that person too much. <laughs> what? You gonna hand me a, a fucking out joint? <laughs> well, yeah. Light it. <laughs> Light it. Here you go. Damn. All right. Do Man, I got a terrible leg. I was there some stuff I could turn on. Spiky Pilots. Man, it was cool hearing from Spiky Pilots last night. I definitely enjoyed talking about that. Hell yeah. Cheers, Gromy. Oh, that's cool. We got all over, all over. It's crazy. Turned out yesterday, and I was amazing. And shout out to everybody, everybody. Purple Thumb. So many great people that popped in yesterday. We had BC Conley popped in. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm fucking. Sorry, Johnny Cannon Seed. I know I'm gonna forget some. Fuck, I smoked a lot of weed yesterday. Had to been at least fifty people, fifty, sixty people on yesterday. I think it'd be fair. fair a couple people say. jumped on, did a giveaway, and bounced. Two. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yesterday was wicked Just one cool. Madam Madam T out there doing her crystal giveaways. I need to hit her up. I want a blueberry, like vanilla candle so bad now. <laughs> Cause I know my mama like that. They smell. They she. They're nice candles. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. It was nice enough to send me one. I burnt this one down to like fucking nothing, and it's. It still smells amazing. And then I got this one here. This is what I'm gonna light this uh oh, fucking on. <laughs> stupid. There it is. <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> Can't we even gotta hold up an object right and make it You wanna hear cool. something weird, bro? We got a candle that my mom used to light like recently and every time she lit it, my dog's a rescue and my dog would bug out. Every time the candle was lit, that it was like a. My mom smoked cigarettes, and I sometimes 
I more vape, but if I'm stressed out, I'll smoke a cigarette here and there. Um, but it was like a stop smoking, like stop the cigarette smoke candle. And every time she lit it, it bugged, my dog bugged out. And it, she, she's like, I got to stop lighting this thing. It's the only thing that's different. So I want to get her a candle that smells good. Because like I said, she doesn't smoke. And she kind of doesn't like the smell of weed. That always, uh, well, I guess, you know, some weed just stinks. It's just not growing right. It stinks. (laughs) I think she kind of gets his nose blind. Damn near. I forgot you lag. Sorry, bro. Um, Definitely could be descent for the dog. Shit, I lost what I was going to say. Yeah, so I figured I'd maybe, I'm going to hit Adam up and be like, let me get a blueberry vanilla one, please. And hopefully she can do it and I can give it to my mom's. They are pretty fucking nice candles. But it was awesome over here. Give some away, man. Gave shit away. Candy Queen yesterday. Fucking Purple Thumb threw a 10 pack out. Again, I'm gonna know I'm gonna forget. Fucking. I know. That's the worst. There were so many fucking cool people on yesterday. And I smoked a lot of candles. How (laughs) much did you go through, you think? Sorry to anybody. At least a half ounce yesterday. Plus dabs. I went through. Wow, you went through a lot. Holy shit, Eagle. I killed a gram of dabs and probably an eighth. Smoked at least an eighth since we've been on tonight. Really? (laughs) This is my third joint since we've been. Yeah, I, da- I dab more. We've been talking. I guess the, minutes. I guess that's my thing. I dab. <laughs> I dab way more than I smoke flour. But I smoke flour like when I first wake up. My first thing I reach for is a bowl pack, and then once my days started, I get a dab, and then it's dabs until the nighttime, and I'll smoke bowls. I'm kind of simplistic. See, no. I do some dabs. I do most of my dabs when I'm on the show. I sneak maybe a couple of daytime dabs. When I had the rig there for a while, the week, week and a half, at best, at best it was a week and a half. Yeah. They were getting more frequent. Yeah. So let's see, you know, sitting there all pretty. You're like, yeah, you take a dab. <laughs> So they were getting a little bit more fucking frequent. That's what happens. Um, <laughs> you're gonna end up getting a rig, and then, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna get a an e nail. Fuck it, I don't want a torch anymore. And then you get an e nail, so you don't have to have a torch anymore. <laughs> I love dabbing. Dabbing like it gets me. Oh no! I was, was offered it? a fucking e nail like the next day. That's what. 
I got the rig. Jack Greenstock fucking had fucking Q-tips here like a day or two after I got the rig. Fucking make sure I kept it clean and shit. And then um, fucking Rude Nuts 619 offered me a fucking... He sent me a picture and it was like a bunch of colors. And I'm like, he's like, what color you like? And I'm like, I, I kind of figured it was heading in a bad direction. Or it was it was a good direction, but for me, I don't like to take things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm like blue. He's like, I'm like, he's like, cool. I got a fucking knee nail. I'm gonna send you and shit. And I'm like, oh, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it, but man, I can't take shit. I'm not good like that. If it were maybe a big company, if it's company, you know, it's a different if it's like a big company and they offer. Yeah, hey, you know, I feel you. That's maybe a little different, but you know, just from people, yeah, I don't, I'm, I can't go down that route. Even you know, the, I didn't feel right. If it wouldn't have been like a spur of the moment, like on the air thing with the rig, I probably would have, you know, respectfully so, passed. Sungrown's <laughs> you know a hell of a good. That's dude. what I did with the email. It was. But I can't, you know, face to face, it's hard to, harder, a lot harder to say no. That's how, you know, be honest with you, that's fucking one of the, how I got fucking started in this goddamn mess. That is not a mess. I enjoy doing it, you know what I mean? But this, this right here, this fucking shit right here was never in the cards. It was never in the cards. Never, ever, 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 ever in the cards. Subcool and Malik and Dung Beetle and fucking Sid Avery, all them fuckers, when they were trying to fucking do the sub thing, when it started out, tried to fucking draw me in with all that shit. And I was like, no, no, I ain't putting my face online. Fuck that. I'm perfectly happy (laughs) right here in chat, faceless. You know what I mean? I'm good with this shit. And it wasn't until, uh, Skill Bowl and fucking Sequence 3 fucking hit me up at Kushstock. I was vending uh, the, the dang booth at the fucking Kushstock. And uh, they come up and talk to me and fucking, hey, man, it'd be, we're thinking about starting this podcast and it'd be great if we could get you on and make you, man, maybe the first episode, try to get you to be the first episode. Something fucked up. I was the second episode. The boss ended up being the first episode. Fucking. So it went from that to now we're, you know, we're going to think about doing it Sundays. You want to hang out? And then I started doing it every week, every week, every week. Then I kind of got a little bit more comfortable with fucking having my face on the air. And then it fucking. Yeah. Now, now look at, now look at the can of worms they have opened up. You know Same what thing. I mean? <laughs> but up in the up until and it was if it would have been, been a fucking text, if it would have been a fucking DM, I would have been like, nah. Face to face, full compliments. <laughs> you know what I mean? After a good conversation, I kind of went, uh, sure. And uh, I'm a fucking man of my word, or I absolutely try to be. You know what I mean? So I said yes. I had to fucking live up to what I said. Even when it came to, I ducked him, I think, a, a few. I think that's how I actually got to be second, is I ducked him. 
<laughs> I ducked him like once or twice and then ended up, you know, living up to my word there, getting comfortable enough, be brave enough, I guess, to do it. So, yeah, that's how the fuck. That show kind of got me. I found. So I found the Dude Grows show and I was watching that and I kept hearing Spartan get shouted out and Noob and all everyone and then I was talking in chat and everyone's like oh we're going to watch this show later and I think it was actually the Michigan Bros and that kind of sent me down that whole wormhole this last couple like I want to say year year and a half i've been like it watching the podcast i want to say the last like year i've been like interacting in like the chats and like with people and stuff and then i finally was like all right fuck it i'm just gonna go on and start hanging out and then now eagle dude i got a podcast that like you can go people can go listen to it, like I fell in love with like helping people uh, like through these tough times and like I have a lot of bullshit stories and stupid knowledge of dumb shit and you you have like a great personality to do the podcast like it's it's just a good mix for you and I, I like how you you put it on you always have good guests you always make every episode exciting um, and you have people like me on the show that's not as famous as someone like Coot or Mr. Soul. I mean, I'm not even famous. I wouldn't even consider myself an influencer. But I, like, now that I, like, truly love cannabis, I want to put my face out there. And, like, I want to be able to speak out when it gets legalized for the right things. I'm I'm gonna probably be one of those faces that tries to push for it now um, when it gets legal and I'm gonna be one of those people that tries to make sure it gets legalized so we all keep our good rights and they don't try to give us a legalization like Canada <laughs> I could give you yeah, as far as my journey down man it's, there's tons tons of reasons that's kept me in my my road with cannabis and it's been many a journeys it's taken me many places it's lost me a few relationships and fucking whatever <laughs> whatever but uh it's taken me deeper and deeper into it you know what i mean it's it saved me, like, I kind of looked, leaned towards there in the beginning. At one point, it saved my life, probably for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At another point in my life, once I started growing it, it started fucking changing me as a person and uh, saving me a hell of a lot of money. That's for sure. So I was definitely went from the way, other way it was saving my life to having to dish out a little bit and actually pay for it it was fucking hurt <laughs> it was hurting and too costly so that was one of the biggest reason right there i started cultivating so it started changing my life like that those two reasons and i started becoming i became decided to take on a caregiver 
and as I seen how cannabis could change your life and uh, and other people's lives medically with the plant like that, it just it sucked me into a whole new level with the plant. And then I started uh, testing seeds, and that sucked me deep, deep in, yeah. <laughs> deep, deep in. And then uh, when Sub asked me to actually rep for him, and you know, actually help him out like that it became a whole new thing because you know i i provided seeds however i could you know what i mean through the mail moreover though man people don't like to send you know i tried did paypal a few times whatever people didn't like weren't so comfortable with sending checks and money orders in the mail and there wasn't a storefront so it led me to a lot of fucking road trips and uh, I made a lot of fucking road trips, man. Fucking many miles, many hours, tons of fucking cool people. I actually preferred the road trips because I got to hear the stories and present them, you know, with exactly, you know, whatever. I could go over strain by strain with them and make sure they actually, we parted ways and they got exactly what they needed. But moreover than not, man, I got to meet the newbies, the people that really needed the cannabis plant and man the more i did that the, the more the plant sucked me in man i still cherish some days of talking to them people all the folks i got to meet through that period it was honestly life-changing and then you're right man as the you know popping my face out and start doing that uh aspect of it getting a little rep like that as well man it did suck me in deeper and then this necessarily didn't you know, it was to spot like growers and that and have fun, but I didn't realize this, you know, it was going to be what it was then. You know what I mean? It was having fun, but it took on its own fucking thing, you know, once it got going and once I seen how much it meant to myself and everybody else, it definitely couldn't end, man. It's just like I wanted more and more, just keep driving and driving. So I, I get it, man. It's, as it just keeps sucking you in. That plant has to wait. And it's as it sucks you in. What I've also found out of this incredible, incredible plant is just like anything else that it touches when it's like being uh, cultivated. You know, it has tendencies. You know, to clean its environment around it. And I think in a lot of, I don't think I know in a lot of ways, it cleaned me. It cleaned a lot of the bullshit out of me and changed me as a person and it's still changing me as a person as i do this night by night there's certain individuals i've talked to that had fucking you know and kind of just in a special way there certain things they've said that made me reflect on myself uh have, is still changing me day by day you know what i mean sometimes i let them know in that episode that i took something away you know, from it all, and sometimes I don't, but it might not hit me for a few days, but this this plant, this thing, it's evolving daily, and I hope that, uh, you know, you, you and your podcast, that uh, you find the same journey. I hope it builds for you in this very same way, friend. I really do, because uh, it's very gratifying. That's another thing, too. You know, I've been asked several times as, you know, I've started this out by friends and shit. Are you making money yet? Fucking cares about the money, man. You ever heard about fucking gratitude, motherfucker? 
it pay it's pay, pays to the soul and it fucking hey carries a lot more weight than fucking dollars do so you know i've never cared about the dollar you know for this this is you know something special to me and this to the to this day it's still the reason why i do it and again i hope you find that brother i hope they, they, you get that out of your your cannabis journey too man i really do it really did help me transform into a better person um like growing a plant learning how to care about something else other than um myself even like like it like how do i say this for a long time like using drugs um it it uh, supposedly i'm not a scientist this is just stuff i've read it can rewire your brain you know what i mean and that shit takes a little bit to um fix and i can truly give it to cannabis for helping me work through that rewiring back to a normal human that wants to help people like i'm gonna try using my platform to like like i'm building this platform to try to help people in the end i'm actually been thinking about maybe like doing counseling for like it's like serious and not just like being like like a mediator actually like going somewhere and helping people like that are in situations and maybe being able to like go out on the streets and like be able to give them a place to go because like i can do that stuff right now but it's a lot more work you know what i mean and i'm not a licensed psychiatrist so like i can just send them somewhere i would like to help other people get through things and and i want other addicts to see how this plant changed my life and know that there is an ending out there as long as you're willing to change because for a long time i wanted to stop but i wasn't willing to change and by that meaning i mean like I had to leave every one of my friends that I I knew. I had to, like, stop talking to all of those people. The only people I really kept around are people that I knew before those, like, what, 15, 12 years. Um, I've literally... This plant helped me transform and do that transformation. And I, I walked through that, and I know I can guide other people to maybe that wants to get clean or or that is like struggling getting clean and can't figure out what's going on and, and I can guide them towards maybe cannabis because cannabis really was the the one thing that helped me and therapy but that's obviously you need like humans humans as um like interactive creatures like we need human contact like we're not like like we were born uh, sorry like every animal likes having like contact with something once in a while every organism on this earth you know what i mean like you can't just hermit your whole life and not talk to anyone and growing and being an addict like well, well sometimes for a long time growing put you there because the law put you there you didn't want to have to do that but you did it because the law did it and then other addicts are stuck in that life and i just want to show that there's a way out You're on uh, mute. I see. <laughs> I hate that mute button. Uh, 
you know, that's pretty awesome, and I have fucking tons of respect for that. And, and this is something uh, I've said it, I've talked about it a little bit, you know, openly, but I don't like to talk about it. But uh, I've lost a lot of, uh, that's another reason for this push in the can- cannabis thing is uh, I've lost too many people to pharmaceutical bullshit. My mother, firsthand, died at my age. Actually, from uh, an overdose, pretty much lifelong battle with fucking Vicodin and anything else, narcos, everything she could touch. I'm sorry, man. And uh, same thing with all my aunts and uncles, all dead from fucking pharmaceuticals. And it sucks because it put a lot of pain on you. Like, all that, like, even if you weren't being yeah, an addict, okay. just watching it, it I puts mean, pain I, I on people. I have a deep hate for that fucking... I feel you, man. I find you... My mom's in your shoes. It's the worst, bro. Because we don't think, like... I, I just want to defend their actions just a little bit. We don't think that we're hurting other people when we're in the middle of it until after when you get sober and you realize it sucks man it's I so you know I'm back to you know you fucking shout out to you brother and fucking trying to help anybody trying to get clean because it is a hard battle for them and uh, People, like I've said almost every night, random acts of kindness, you have to reach out because sometimes there's people at the bottom that, uh, and I'm not talking about myself, uh, they fucking, uh, when they're at the bottom, have such a hard time. And sometimes it's what little bit of fucking self-esteem they have or they, you know, they're grasping to that they don't want to reach for help, that it's almost easier for them to reach out for that pharmaceutical handful and just try to forget. And uh, so that's why it's so important to check on people, tell them that I love them, you know. You, uh, I, I, I ain't pointing anybody out. I had that conversation with the guest yesterday. I'm, you know, kind of in the same road it kind of sounded like and, you know even though we want to see the best for him you can never really give up and that's what I did I didn't give up I just tried to use a moral high ground to fucking to uh, try to get her clean in this case and it's and it didn't work out the way I wanted to I tried to hold her granddaughter my daughter Brittany walking over her head as like a prize to get clean and then in the process of you know trying that uh, she ended up passing so I ended up lo- losing uh, two years you know what I mean damn man Instead I'm sorry being bro there and actually trying to help so shout out to you brother it, it sucks it really does because our minds are so fucked up when you're when you've done it for so long even uh, like my uncle i'm so proud my uncle is 50 some odd maybe almost close to pushing 60s and um 
he's actually I he was pretty much homeless um staying in a tra- a trailer in my front yard for a while and I just kept every day like he would come in here and I just I just be like man like what are you doing like like there was just things I don't want to like personal things but like there was just situations where you don't like clean yourself when you're he's a drinker sorry I didn't say that he is a full-blown alcoholic has never stopped really um probably went to rehab for the first time a couple like maybe a year ago um so yeah um he wouldn't take care of himself his skin would flake off like a fucking reptile so I finally got sick of like babying it and I just kept poking the bear like bro if I can get clean you can get clean stop being a pussy and I, I, I and excuse me to any ladies in the chat I don't like using that word um but I said it to him a couple of times and he finally said he moved out cuz he got sick of it and he ended up at a bad spot and that must have stuck with him because he is now went through detox. He went through rehab and he's now staying in a halfway house and doesn't want to come back here. I'm going to take a dab real quick. Do you want to everyone want to take a dab in the chat and shit? Let's take a dab together. Cheers. Oh, I'm doing some purple punch. And obviously it's from purple, purple, purple punch. Take a dab with you. Let's down the joint. Take a dab. I don't know. I love dabs, man. It's just I'm probably gonna stick around for the rabbit hole. One, yeah, I'll probably stick around for the rabbit hole for a little bit, then zonk out. So it's dab time. <laughs> um, anything else you want to know about me? I mean, I'll see here. Talked a little bit of life. I mean, we barely scratched this cannabis here. Talked a little bit of grow, but we can get uh, really, really into it. What's some of your favorite strains in particular? Some of your favorite cultivars? Uh oh, shit, man, cannabis. I don't, I don't have a favorite. Ah, That's the lazy answer. I don't have a, I don't really have a favorite strain. Get it. Um, I like wedding cake, wedding pies. Like, I like that fruity with a little funker gas to it. Um, so if it's got that, like, nice terpene f- profile, uh, I like it. Um, I had, a, I can say, Terp Town, which is wedding pie by birthday, by birthday cake from Canarado. And... That's the one I said that I found like something that I wanted to keep, and I and I wasn't taking clones at the time, so I just hit it with some pollen of one of my males that I've kept around for a long time, and I was looking for a donor, and the male I used was a um, Chem ninety one California Orange, so it put off. 
I'll show you. Hold on, real quick. Let me put this down. So that uh, the girls of the Chem Dog put or the Chem Ninety One Calio put off the funkiest gas, earthy smell you'll ever smell. Um, and the Turp Town was like a fruity with a little bit of gas. So I decided to hit it with the pollen from the uh, the male, and I was like, this should be a decent cross. That's the female of the Chem 91 California Orange. Hey, you're on mute again, Eagle. <laughs> I love just talking with my mic off. Hey, at so least I can notice. Things to do next to cannabis. <laughs> Orange and fucking uh, the camp seem to go good together. I accidentally crossed an Agent Orange male with a, a, a Dynacam, a Agent Cam, I call it, at their fucking. But it was a good one, man. It had just enough of that orange taste to it. But it had that chem buzz to it that I really enjoyed. And I, I kept her around for a while and kind of pulled the plug on her. Not everything's forever. Not yeah. Forever. And same thing with, <laughs> with males. It's a numbers game here, man. If, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'm right. I'm, I probably, uh, you have a way higher number than I do. I'm a max of 12. Move on. Even with a patient. So that sucks. Can can't even believe I said that to a guy that said he likes popping seeds. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You're moving on almost like every run, probably. <laughs> a little something different. Yeah, I kept the pollen of the male. Um, I keep, like, I don't keep my males around like other people do that want to use them. I just collect pollen and I'll use that. Um,. So I don't keep anything around. That's the other thing. I have a plant count, so mother plants is just a number. Off the count, I would have to grow bigger, bigger flower plants to make up for it. Oh, I gotta take this dab. Holy shit! When you say big, what's big? I know. I was thinking that same thing. We'll take the dab. Take the dab first. Yeah, we'll take the dab first. I fuck I set my charts down. I know I'll fucking yank it up. Man, I'm a little pissy with fucking YouTube right now. YouTube music, I guess. Or Google Play, I should say. Point the finger in the right direction. Man, I uploaded like 14 gigs of music back throughout, you know, the last few years to Google Music. Then they sold out or whatever to fucking YouTube. 
and now I can't fucking access my fucking library through Google or yeah, Google Music anymore. They want me to transfer it all to YouTube, which I think's bullshit. You know, yeah, if what's going to be happening? I'm going to have to listen to commercials between my music if I don't buy the fucking premium or what? Hmm. That sucks. I didn't know they sold out. It seems like that happens with that streaming shit, though. Like, actually, I don't know. I think that's what's going to happen to all our info that's on the cloud. They're going to let you upload, 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 and then someday they're going to be like, you know what? How about fifty dollars a month? Yeah, you know that free <laughs> stuff you have up there. Like, We're going to charge you now. We'd literally, they'd be like, hey, that free stuff you have in our cloud, well, then that's it'll be service. On, so then you can download it back. Uh, so Download it back, it'll be in some fucked up format. <laughs> it sucks because could you... Only their player uses. You couldn't even Sorry, download... No, I'm just thinking, I'm like, we're talking. You couldn't even download them off Google Play just to a old iPod or something. See that? It's like you can't take uh, iTunes to like a fucking regular player. It's got to be, you know, it's got to have that iTunes format. Whatever I always. Wave. And it's been a while since I did that shit. But uh, yeah, Apple Music's way different. Huh, that sucks. Man, we got a few hanging out tonight. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm watching chat. I'm just talking, so it's... I'm on my laptop, and I got the split screen between Zoom and chat. So chat's kind of like this big. So, sorry if I miss your comments and stuff, but shout out to everyone. You Actually, Eagle, while we're on together... Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm gonna pop some seeds. Give me a minute. Sure. I didn't hear what he said. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Well, it's up. Uh, even Sammy Sizzle, eighty-one, smoking girl, Frazier, Joe, wow. Even again, Jerry Bear, Spike Pilots, Fresno Nerds. What's up? Bait with Shake, baby. James Seaman. We got here, Cameron. Shout out to you, brother. Miss Madam T, of course. Stoner Nation 420, Purple Thumb. What's up, Purple Thumb? Bob Grove. Shout out to you, brother. Hills, yeah. Four plants, eight. All right, Christian. so That's you like my uh, one of my little seed bags I keep in my vault? Um, I'm pretty sure this is your handwriting. I'm gonna pop some of uh, subs <laughs> agent oh, no. orange. Um, I, I got them late, so I kind of put them in the safe until I was 
I had some spots open up and I did, so I'm gonna. There's five in here. I'm gonna pop. I can pop three of them. So let's go ahead. Hopefully they all germ, 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 germ. It would be cool most if I got the, a mail. I heard good things about most of the Agent Orange. I think the jelly bean were a little finicky. Like, I think it was the other way around. I always heard, yeah, I heard the I jelly bean did pretty angel. good. Okay, so maybe it was just a hit or miss. Because I heard a couple of people say their jelly bean did really good. Um, and then they some people said they didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was their technique. You did send them out to a lot of people. <laughs> I did, and but uh, there's the other factor that they were the original beans too. They were the first version. They weren't uh, the F twos that you know Miss Jill's selling of them now. They were actually the first, you know, good jelly bean and Agent Orange seeds. So, what well, it actually, you know, took took the reputation for what it is now. So if you get, you know, they pop and they good, you're gonna have some, what made the reputation for them strains, not any, you know, anything that was remade thereafter, that's for sure. I think I might, cause one's really light and this one looks, um, all right, there's four going in. I'm saving one just in case something happens. Male or female, I can use it. That's weird, though, for people to say, like, a lot of people would probably throw that last seed in there, you know what I mean, and say, fuck it, German. I'm like, I'm going to save one seed just in case. Um, try to, I try to save two. <laughs> even if it's Half a... a even if it's a male, though, you could just hit it with something. You know what I mean? And you'll just have a bunch more seeds, like always. <laughs> That's what I think of it. Male or female? That's it, it, that, I guess. Not as good, though. You want to smoke that shit? <laughs> Not weed. <laughs> nah, you're right. You know, I that's why I keep trying to get out of ten packs. I, every ten pack, I try to save two. That way, I can you know, in a pinch or whatever, if I want to try to regrow it, I can drop the two. Hopefully, I get two girls, of course. But you know, it's a fifty-fifty shot if they're regular seeds. So, hopefully, dropping two, I've got you know, fifty-fifty shot. I'm gonna get at least one female <laughs> out yeah. of it in the pinch. You know what I mean? I've had decent luck with regular seeds i don't since my my plant count was 12 i always really gravitated towards feminized seeds because it was easier um i grew some regular seeds which was from a breeder out in maine um called vitamin c and i had a male for um like out of them and i was like shit and I didn't want to cut it down, but I was like, damn, I don't want to breed this one. So, like, I have a hard time cutting my plants down. So, it's like when I pop a regular seed, I, like, if I need, if I get a male, I want to be able to use it, kind of, 
something. And if I have to chop something down, I kind of compost it in, right back into the garden. So, you know, since you pop a lot of seeds, you must have a pretty good, uh, pretty good germ rate. And, you know, it just happens to be that, well, I seen the question in chat, but I also got that question in a DM the other day, kind of wanting, wanting to be talked about on the show. Well, no, no time better than now. So what's your technique on germinating seeds and, uh, or just popping seeds in general? What's your process? Um, I either I actually never really did this this tech before. Put it in the cup of water. Um, I've always been a paper towel in a bag. I I still have some, but with older older seeds like these ones that I know are older, I'll go with the cup of water first, and then I'll do the traditional once if they sink i'll do the traditional baggy full of like seeds and once they get the tails i pr i started using cells again just to make my own little plugs because it's easier for me and then i whatever size i go in i i don't over water these i know that but when i go into something bigger right away i i i tend to over water or yeah, it's it's probably mostly me. <laughs> so, and that's pretty much, uh, pretty much the method, your average method. That's no, yeah. Twist or turn. No, I go to my sink. I put some water on a paper towel. <laughs> I lay that paper towel right where I'm sitting. I throw those seeds on it. I wrap it up. And I put in that thing, but oh, this might be a, a good part. I keep, I always keep them in my bottom drawer where my seeds are. I have is in like a clothing drawer, so I always keep them in there. I put down. It's got a, um, not a heated mat, but like a, a kind of like a hand warmer. At first. I'll, I'll have a hand warmer in a pair of pants in there because it will get kind of cold maybe some nights uh, unless I'll have this heat kick on. So I'll put a hand warmer in there just so it gets it stays warm and I'll throw um, their like pair of pants like this and then on top another one. And I, I've got, I want to say like a 95 to 98% with the seeds I've bought or made. I can't say that for stuff people giving me. For just for a uh, question's sake, and just kind of reply sake. I've got, well, I, the paper towel method for me is my least favorite method to uh, germinate with out of everything I've tried over the years. Uh, it's either two ways I'll go about uh, cracking seeds uh, either <clears throat> the soap method like you just spoke of mine's a little different you know I actually will let them go a little bit further I let them and that you know again I'm just like this is more of a germ rate test 
but if they go further, they go further. You know, soak them. I want to see them actually crack. You know, they'll say, you let them stay in that cup for a minute. They'll crack, and you know, you can actually get a nice little tail, half-inch tail out of them. And at that point, I'll dump them out into, you know, a little little tray for a one-gallon pot. You know, the ones that are like four or five inches, something like that, maybe a little tray. I'll dump that shot tray into there, and then I'll go into a solo cup. And uh, so this is important, too, from the, that point on. This is really important. Uh, when you put make you uh, put your soil into that cup there's two good things here you can do that i good techniques that i've learned over the years a start low in that solo cup you know maybe about a third of the way down drop that seedling in there make sure that's it's wet you know what i mean put it in there then as that seedling comes up you can back back uh, fill in that cup a little bit so it keeps it from getting all lanky and falling around as she comes up. Even as she's coming up, coming up and, you know, those first set of leaves, you pop up, rebury back in, you know, give that plant, by the time it reaches that top of that solo cup, she'll have some nice girth to that stem and uh, a nice root structure. Or you go the full cup route, full cup and you make your hole, but again, it's got to be pre-watered. Nice. And then drop your seedling in there, tap root down. Hopefully, it'll shed that shell on the way up. Sometimes, and yeah. Don't water that should that soil's got to be wet first, because if you put the seedling in there and then you know put the soil on and then water, there's a good possibility you may drive that thing further down to where it may not come back up or it may just fucking struggle tough. So I always like to make sure it's wet first and then barely knock some shit over the hole and give it a better chance of coming up. Yeah. That's uh, my one method. And now the other method that I'm more prone to that I actually, you know, that's my go-to is actually soaking some root riot cubes and then taking them upside down so they're like pyramid up and i've got this nice uh plastic little dome that's where i can set 12 of them pretty much standing up nice space and uh so i puncture a hole just you know in the root riot cubes and i'll drop the seed i'll soak them first in water and 10 mils of uh clonex and then drop that seed in there maybe three eighths of an inch and actually let them stay in that cube and in that dome until I've got a nice tap root pushing out the bottom, almost sometimes some right out the sides, just wetting them with the spray bottle, you know, keeping that cube wet with a spray bottle until I'm ready to transplant. I have almost 100% germ with that, you know, on fresher seeds. I must say that, you know. Yeah. And I'm happy with transplanting them. So that's my two methods but the the last one's the one i prefer to go to i keep them a little bit longer seems the root riot cubes seem to with as they push through there it seems to build a, a thicker tap root and again yeah, sometimes yeah, it pushes are... a few out to the sides there as i well. stopped using those i started to just oh. kind of pack so because they don't break down they take forever right there 
you know, like, yeah, I, I feel like they, they do break down, but they're, I think they're covered in something that, like, prevents them for a long time. It takes them a while. Like, I could, you could probably, I could probably go outside and see where, I probably had one out there a couple of times, and it's still sitting out there, you know what I mean? That's the only reason I stopped using them. I still use them, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen them, you know, as I break down them roots, man, I've seen them. You can still see them in the seed runs around the fucking where they sprouted and everything. They broke down almost everything in the pot, but you can still see that little fucking thing. I've heard, I haven't seen them firsthand, but I've heard they make a similar one out of cocoa. So it kind of fucking breaks down. It holds its own for, you know, a bit. But as it grows... Well, it's it's know, a grows jiffy... Out. The jiffy pot ones? Yeah. I know exactly. They, they sell them at... No, it's oh. not the pugs. I thought I that was... That's cocoa, pugs. though, right? Yeah. I figured that no, was always that's cocoa. Pee. That's oh, pee. is it? I never used them. Pugs. Yeah. That's pugs. I've seen cloner rings like that, too. You can actually put in your cloner. They're actually cocoa to where you don't even, you just pull it out and drop that whole thing in there. You're not even reusing like the donut. Hmm. You just open it up, slide the the clone in there. And when it takes off root, you just throw that ring and fucking right into your medium. And you just start off with a new cocoa ring, you know, and your next, you know, so you're never washing those rings. You're just starting out with little cocoa bugs in your fucking cloner every time. I thought them were pretty ingenious. Huh. But you're right, man. Them fucking things don't break down for shit. That's why, like, but I, I kind of... My lawnmower takes care of that in a few runs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I got... Like, I shouldn't have shot away from my, like, my, my technique that was working in that little spot the whole time. I like these, um... I, I was using those forever, the root riot plugs, the same ones, and I noticed that. So, um, I take a little bit of cocoa, a little bit more cocoa, and I take some compost, and I mix it together, and I, I kind of pack it down, like, not too, too hard, but it's, and I make, like, its own little plug. When I pull it out, it comes out, it maybe leave a little bit, but... For the most part, it all comes out with the roots when I pull it out. Um, that's kind of why I stopped using them. I said, why Why am I fucking spending extra money if I could just shove them in here? And it does the same thing. But I was... If, they pack, if you pack them good enough, they do work pretty good. And I only use the dome for this much time. Like, that's nothing for a seedling, you know what I mean? This dome comes off as soon as it gets, like, past this, and it's only... Let's, where's the lighter? Ugh. It's only, like, that big, so I don't keep a dome on them. I don't baby my seedlings, really. Um, I inoculate them. Um, everything, like that cup I just used, probably, I inoculate... I sprayed it with... Um, microbe water before I put regular water in there just so there's a little bit of microbes flowing around. I always do that stuff before. And that's the, if I like to fucking beat him up once a day with a pencil. 
Let's kind of knock them over. Once. <laughs> it helps build up, makes them a little bit stronger there in the seedlings. Phase. Yeah, you like spot. Spartan was like, yo, I don't baby my seedlings. Um, you might as well not baby them because figure out what's going to make it through, like, whatever parameters. Like, your parameters should still be set for a decent veg, you know what I mean? And your light should be set at a decent height. Um, you shouldn't need much than a fan blowing back and forth. It would get that wind on them, and it builds that stock up way more than you would think. Like, people, like... People don't realize, like, that little bit of wind, if you keep it going by them, um, not, like, sitting on them the whole time. I never have, like, a fan sitting on my seedlings. It's always rotating back and forth on, on like, a very low speed. Just a little gust of wind, you know what I mean? And it blows them a little bit, and I swear, like you said, it's a stronger stock. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's the most definitely a great reason if any, keep your plants moving like that. My uh, good friend there, Subcool, when he was live and uh, early on in his grow videos there, he had always had one of those, like, almost like a construction floor fan. You know what I mean? They'd spin and just shoot along the ground level. He would always take them fucking, that thing, pick it up and, like, fucking just beat those veg girls up with it. Just walk around. <laughs> fucking knock them over and shit and man them, them fucking plants love that shit loved it I wish I got to m meet more and see more of Subcool I only got to meet him once um, but I never knew he had like a podcast or anything like that um, oh he still got Tons of episodes. I do. I, I watch them now. Um, the Mendo, since the Mendo boys shout him out all the time, that's kind of who got me really hip hip to him. Um, I was following the Mendo boys when I wasn't really following a lot of people on Instagram and stuff, and they have a huge respect for that man, and they should. So should Jinx and everyone else that that man has helped bless to become a breeder or an influence you know what i mean what they are now um he did a lot of good shit for good people and he was a good dude when i met him that one time like that one time he was shit funny as hell dead <laughs> funny as hell but he'll tell you if he doesn't like you <laughs> seeing that real quick <laughs> or if he doesn't like something <laughs> but he was cool he was i met funny dude bro. i met him and jinx <clears throat> they were together Must have been right uh nine pound hammer days 2013 yeah and i never got into the podcast and i wish i did i really kind of just started emerging the last couple like year and a half for real most of it was all book knowledge i read and i uh, then other uh, whatever else came the green thumb kind of came from my dad having a garden my whole life it definitely transfers over easy enough that's uh, one of the things too uh, you know it never I 
I can't figure out why more growers, when they want to learn how to start growing, you know, there's some techniques that can be learned firsthand, you know, in cannabis books, training, topping, shit like that. But it's growing. <laughs> it's growing. It's basically like fucking growing anything else. So why aren't you, you know, why don't we start with agriculture, farming books, gardening books, you know? botany books it's all applies and then your knowledge from there applies from your cannabis garden to your garden to fucking anything else you want to grow you understand it all at that point yeah i want to learn how to graft like that's my new have you ever see a light attic um he did seven he did set no it's a kid uh, I think his Instagram handle is Light Attic. He did seven strains on one stem. Growing. That shit's cool. I, so there's a huge debate now that grafting's becoming a thing. Um, that if I just don't. I, you know, and I've argued with a few people about this. About I think they. I don't see how it couldn't. <laughs> not blend in time. Maybe not in the first few years or whatever, but in time, I think it, it shit would blend. I think it would be fucking. I mean, how could it not? You put fucking cut your arm, put a new one on. So nah, yeah, your body's gonna accept it and fucking. It's gonna think it's its own. I'm with you. I think you know you pump enough blood through it. How could not? How could it not absorb? your blood and be you it might be somebody else's but as you your blood pumps through it it's yours i'm with you on that i think there is i do i'm on the do believe in genetic drift side um after a while i think you'll get i think it would be cool for someone that has a really low plant count like four in canada and kept one plant they graft to um as a mother and they kept the strains and then they could take clones for their other three plants of whatever strain they want to grow. I think that would be cool. And then after a while, you cut that whole branch off and start over with a new one. You know what I mean? Something like that. I think it would be cool. This is just like the tissue culture uh, conversation coming up in cannabis. You think it's going to be a big thing or not? Um, it's big. In oh, for sure. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. I'd like to utilize it myself, right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. You know, I've, I've, as far as what you're talking about, you know, a whole bunch, I've fucking, I have fucking revenged a lot of buds, flat out buds, flat out buds with sugar leaves and one little fucking shade leaf on it. Through roots, fucking grew out whole plants from them, fucking just a bud. You know what I mean? But if I could, again, the reason and in thinking behind that, it didn't, it actually revegged faster than the, uh, a pat, a plant in a whole pot, you know, cutting it down, revegging it in that pot. That process, throwing roots, going through reveg was faster in the bud. And it saved me a shit ton of space. So, I, you know, now if I could, that's one of the reasons I never kept moms. My, my moms are cut moms. You know what I mean? I'm taking cuts. I'm making sure one's alive. That's my mom. If I fucking want more in the library from that that book, 
that strain, that cultivar. I pull that book, that cultivar out. I veg her up. I take fucking a bunch of cuts from it. Fucking get a bunch ready for that run. You know what I mean? Run that. Soon as soon as all the cuts take off, mom, that mom goes to flower. Go fucking flower. Get the fuck out of here. Then that fucking the next round where, you know what I mean, where I pulled out four, six, eight for, you know, that run, whatever it be for the 10, wherever the fuck they're going, how I need to fill that space and make sure there's one or two left so to put back into the library. Next one, if I want another strain, I pull that girl out. Same thing. Bed you up. You know, let mom go. Next round, I got fucking Agent Orange. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just thinking ahead of the game of what you want to see next. You know, but that gets to be a pain in the ass. Now, if I could just take fucking tissue cultures like I talked with uh, Rafter about, fuck, man. Now I ain't even got to keep moms or fucking nothing like that. I could, with as many strains I ran in the hundreds, fuck, who wouldn't like to have a fucking 300 fucking vials in their fucking fridge? You know what I mean? Instead of never losing anything, even more so, I think they're important with breeding. You know what I mean? Uh, so that even I, every time, every time I believe a seed stock is produced, I think there's a, just a slight bit of drift there. You know, every time, you know, you and your wife, you and your girlfriend have a kid, is it exactly a duplicate of the last? No. There's, you know, just a different way that, you know, it took pollen. Male might have been stronger, environment plays the key in there. Yeah. But even more so, you know, just from that or losing the strain, that's happened a lot. You know, uh, breeders lost the strain, had to re recreate. What yep. better way to keep mom and pop in vitro in a fucking, in, you know, tissue culture and then just as they want, you know, again, we can't keep, we can only keep and work so much. Why not put mom and pop into a fucking in vitro and tissue culture and be able to work on a new project. And then when I want to make new seeds of that, all my supplies gone, bring mom and pop back out, smack out a new batch of breeds. And, you know, there we go again. Put her right back in the tube <laughs> you know that would be amazing you know? and it clean make sense. and clean on the way out you know what i mean you no know, it does make sense for stuff like that like you could possibly have 10 like dedicate a fridge and have ten thousand different strains in there if you spent the time you know what i mean and you could decide to pull out whatever the you probably forget you got shit in there Um, I think it will be viable for the cannabis uh, industry. They said I had my cat. They they want me to do a Doctor Evil impression. One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I was reading it as you get ready to do a good one too. Oh, and and I'm yeah, saying it has its pluses and minuses. It, and well, I'm hoping that you know, with like the influence of people like Rafter, you know, that uh, it will be it'll reach a home scale to where people can do it on their own. We don't have giant like philo sized banks that uh, again are fucking Google. Same thing as the internet, basically. Yeah, we got your shit. 
<laughs> yeah, we got your shit. You want it back? It's gonna be twice as much, and you're gonna have to wait till I get to it, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Either that or just, you know, corrupt, corrupt companies going, yeah, he's got, you know, that fucking cookies cut store over here. You know what I mean? You know, another breeder going, I'd give you fucking 50 G's right now for <laughs> clean fucking tissue culture or that bitch. Off to the side, out to the back door. You know what I mean? Or then even worse. Even worse, the cat himself just playing fucking Dr. Evil. I've got a million strains. I've got all the keys. I know which one does what. I know genetically who I've got to cross with what to get what. You know, it's I don't like that aspect of it. You know what I was thinking? (laughs) That guy's going to fucking cock block everybody. Hell yeah. I was thinking someone should start. You know how there's like a national or like. Yeah, I think it's actually World Seed Bank. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, They just have all the different types of seeds just in case anything. I think someone should do something for cannabis strains. And I think with tissue culture coming, it will, something will be like that. Um, And they will be able to, like, it's going to be cool. Um, Especially with, hopefully, let's, everyone whoever you believe in if you don't believe in anyone just pray for good vibes that legalization comes soon and make sure we get our real rights because it's coming and this stuff's gonna be technology's gonna be thrown at it like crazy for a while it's gonna be fun to watch like the unfolding and who uses it and who doesn't More of a bank, I would just like to see more of a test data bank. See more people getting the exact, their strains tested, terpene profiles, you know, THC, CBD count, contents, all, all the range and cannabinoids, you know, their count. That way as, you know, everybody's popping seeds when that one is found and, you know, it has all the traits say that uh, another person's looking for or they've known that you know this profile is uh carries this traits to help with this and that then they can go wow this guy just popped this strain you know what i mean and it had all those traits so now you know what i mean that's another strain we could be looking for for strangers and stuff like that that would be kind of cool without you know somebody actually sitting on you know all the the material itself i think i would be more game for something like that i think uh tanazi gardens is he was really hyped that he was seeing it come into the cannabis and he likes he's like you know i've noticed a lot of the mushroom growers are really hyped for it Uh, because they're already ready for it you know what i mean they're like fuck yeah tissue culture and weed now let's get it i'm already doing i'm already doing mushrooms i got one on the way shout out to nazi brother i don't go to tanazi i got um one of my peoples on the east coast does the mushroom thing um north north spores he's a really cool guy they're up in maine so I think I'm going to hit up 
he does the spores too. So I grabbed one grow bag from him of pink oysters. And then I'm going to discuss with uh, Tanazi about helping me set up a mono tub and using his stuff. Because I want to support Tanazi too, because that's a good ass dude right there. And, you know, I, again, I don't make nothing out of it, but I am help, trying to help out a buddy. If you're interested in looking up the sacred three mushrooms and ordering a kit, he did throw out a code both times he's been on the show. Eagle, save you 10% on your order. Again, just helping out you and a friend there. Awesome dude. <laughs> that, that last episode was really fun. He's a fun Even guy, both man. Times he's been on the show. We've been sure to uh, nod and, you know, beforehand on the invite. It's going to be that kind of episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? So both times, man, I know I've went deep the last few times, man. The first time, I think we were both really, really deep into the rabbit hole by the time the fucking show started. <laughs> and it was Good episode, man. Good at both of them. Good episodes there. I got, I have some of the funny mushrooms, but um, I'm not, I'm not gonna take them. They're actually getting sent to someone that needs them. So I'm helping out a friend. I and I can't wait till I can start even not just the funny mushrooms like the medicinal like reiki and shiitake and shit i just can't wait to have like mono tubs and grow them it's just cool lion's mane that's an important one i think it's cool to have and they help if you can set it up near your grows you know what i mean you that then you a lot of people like don't have co2 and if they put that in there their co2 will uh, like the ambient co2 will, even in a tent will rise a little bit i have a little co2 generator in a tent and my shit stays at between seven and like 800 so double double at like average atmosphere co2 level at all times and you know the, the mushroom the mycelia fucking network Man, it gets more and more interesting the more and more I learn about it, you know. Again, it's just one of them things that just kind of, I think the plant, the cannabis and the, the mushrooms have both been issued in to this in particular time to kind of help issue us into like another phase in our life. I've said it fucking a ton of times. And, you know, I was listening the other day, you know, to, I've been listening to a lot of mushroom stuff lately. Not necessarily just mushrooms, but microbes. Today it was uh, the Dirt Cure on Audible, which was uh, so far a fucking amazing book. Um, but the thing that's really weird about the Mushrooms Mycelia Network is there's so much like us in a lot of ways. You know, we breathe in the oxygen and excrete CO2 much like they do. They're not like a plant. They don't fucking take in CO2 and put out oxygen. It's the other way around. They're pretty smart, uh, you know, organism as well. Without having a brain, man, they show, uh, I've seen some fucking studies where they, you know, they actually solve all those simple problems and shit. It's pretty fucking crazy. 
And they also say that, well, uh, I seen a study the other day that said they actually believe our gut, the, the bacteria and the, you know, shit that's going on in our shit is half our brain. It's almost like a second brain, they called it, making uh, a good portion of our decisions, which I thought was pretty fucking crazy as well. And in that book I was listening to Dave, man, it was just taking it further on like uh, good gut bacteria and keeping it in check with bacteria and like diseases that we have, you know, I mean, across the board, uh, this lady says, you know, she could was healing people's shit just by, you know, eating different foods and getting more and more micros in their systems. She could tell by the system, like, it was funny. She said she had all these people that would come to her with kids with anxiety and all these other problems. And the first question she was asking was basically, what's your stool look like? And fucking from basically from starting there, uh, she was fucking helping people fucking cure anxiety and a lot of these diseases, reversing a lot of some diseases in some cases from uh, changing the micro shit in your gut and your biology there. It's fucking fascinating, man. So, and again, yeah, you started talking a little bit about mushrooms and fucking, uh, you know, our brain fixing things in our brains it's pretty awesome man it's very it's, it's very interesting next That's, level kind of stuff i think yo especially micro dosing for P, uh, ptsd and stuff tanazi um I'm, he's a veteran so like he, uh, he micro doses and stuff for like issues and it helps them and it, it helps other people I, I know that microdose and they're not taking like a gram at a time they're taking like a 0 0.1 0 0.2 and a cap with some other beneficial mushrooms um and they love it uh i just kind of like it because like you said it works in a system perfect because the cannabis plant takes in CO2, exhales oxygen, or disperses oxygen, and then our mu mushrooms and mycelium take in that oxygen and exhale CO2, like breathing. So it's a perfect, like, like coherent bond, you know what I mean, between the two. One thing that does creep me out is the cordyceps brand or like species of mushrooms which is the one that takes over insects like brains and shit kind of creepy like, yeah you never heard of those you've probably no, heard no, of no. them Tell me about it. all right so the the one i heard about first was uh cordyceps that take over ants um it's really weird so the fungus um, the spores are so small it gets on the ant and, and infects its body um, it controls the ant's brain or whatever ant has into doing things that it would not not naturally do um, like go out up on a um, top of a, a plant and sit there where a bird could eat them but they're doing that because um, when the cordyceps gets to a certain point, the ant dies and it explodes out the ant's head and the spores go everywhere. So the mushroom controls the, 
ant until it's at us it's like it's until it's at a place where it's ready to um ex- excrude its spores it's weird it's a weird one and there's multiple different species there's ants there's there's cordyceps that grow in asia that are on um shit what the fuck are they caterpillars and the they're wicked rare and wicked expensive i say wicked i'm an east coaster sorry guys um <laughs> they're really expensive if you ever look if you ever look into it just start looking into the cordyceps mushrooms and you'll start that's a rabbit hole in itself man well i love rabbit holes i was gonna <laughs> i love rabbit holes i was gonna say i'm down to open up the rabbit hole I'll stay on. I'll stay on for another hour, but we can let people on and chill. And if they want to talk about anything, I'm open to talk about addiction or whatever. Well, we only opened it up so far. Past guess that's as far as the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> it's as deep as the rabbit hole goes. Is whoever wants to jump on, right? We could do that. We could do that. It's up to you. I don't care. I could keep going on here. I just figure I like when homies jump on. It's like chilling at the bar. If you want to ask anything, you want to know anything else before we do it, we can do that real quick. Uh, let's see here. You know, we, you know, it's, it's up to you. Man. Shit. It's up to you. I can't wait. We really talk to grow technique or nothing like that. I usually try to get a little bit into that, but it's whatever. I can get into that, bro. I could do a little splurge. We'll do, I could do like 15 minutes on that shit. Yeah. We didn't really talk about how I grow much more of life shit. Yeah, we could talk about some. So right now I'm in a 5x5 and that old 5x3x5. Um, I'm organic soil, I use plastic and fabric pots. Um, I like popping seeds like everyone heard. That's just the thing I do. I will keep a clone, like I kept a couple of clones of the Terp Town to specifically make seeds with. I do things like that. Um, I don't, I, I scrog, I top, I do everything. It depends on what the plant's looking like or, like, how I'm feeling on how big I want to make it, how long I want to veg it, if I want to fill out a 5x5 five five one plant or if I want to fill out a 5x5 five five with four plants, you know what I mean? So I could take the time to scrog it out um, to a full 5x5 five five with one plant. I've done it. It's just a pain in the ass. So I like keeping four plants in that four decent sized plants flowering at all times now is what my plan is to be doing um plus having a couple autos flowering at all times also on top of popping or having seedlings and vegging in that like transition um right now like i told you earlier everything was fucked up but i'm starting to get the groove back I shouldn't have changed everything. Um, I thought I wanted to test lights for companies and do that shit, but I I decided to kind of against it because I don't really care. 
<laughs> you know, it's just extra work that I'd rather build a better garden for myself than have to report back or tag someone. I like I started doing it. I got a couple test lights and they're not bad. I got one in my tent right now. It's um the reason why I said yes is because I wanted to upsize and they were willing to give me a free light for pretty much nothing in return, just a review. And I said, all right, I'll do that. Um, you just want a review? Shit, fuck, yeah. Send it. And it's not a bad little light. It's got um, four 3K cobs on it, and then it's got um, some 660 nanometers and some some blues it's it's a really nice my my flower spectrums are really orangey pink because i got that 3k um hps in my flower room and i could probably i'll probably keep that in there all year round i gotta get a new bulb for it this upcoming after this next flower but i like it it gives that like my my flower room is really fucking orange like when you look at it it looks like the tent in the in your back where your HPS is, and I'm running some LEDs, so it's cool. Um, I like it. I get, and it's the first time in that tent, like flowering. So this is the first time under the, that spectrum that I, I created. So I'm kind of like getting, I'm still like getting my feet wet with all of it. But my little flower, or my sorry, my little veg tent. I uh, I got a little hundred watt board, um, five k board. And then I keep, um, I got another 5K. It's like, it's not many watts. It's only like maybe 50 watts. It's a light bulb that I just have in there for the seedlings. And then I'll, like, I have a little seedling section for that one light bulb. And then I have the little board for the vegging, like, style. And then I, like, I, I'm just learning all this new stuff too, guys. Like this is like a new learning experience for me. Like having two tents is different for me. Having three lights going is different. I'm used to just having one light and flipping things to twelve twelve and now I'm like like not I'm trying not to have to flip the light switch anymore. You know what I mean? I just wanna grab it from this tent. Alright, this one's ready, it's going in. Um, and maybe, maybe I've been thinking I might do that and put them under that spectrum and leave them in veg for a day or two and then ease them into flower now because I think the, the, the difference in spectrum, I just want to ease them into it a little, I don't know. I see, I'm just learning this stuff for this new spectrum. So I think I'm gonna, I might veg in there for like a day or two. Yes, you remember the smart boxes that were fucking there yesterday? You remember? Yeah. The, smart, the, the earth boxes and shit were there yesterday. Now they've slid backwards into their home because they were under LED. You know, that light that's above that right there is an LED T5 set up. So that's exactly what goes on there. They just slid back into there. And now, just because I, you know, that's that light's all linked together there, so I can't necessarily fucking uh, shut that on its own cycle there. So I'll leave that tent actually open for a few days and let it actually 
be its own little veg area for a day or two. So it's getting used to that, just like you said, that spectrum for, you know, a few days, maybe a week, and then it will get fucking tossed over into, uh, you know, I'll start closing the doors on time. Okay. Cutting it off. So it's good. I should do that. I just kind of threw the white widows in there at 12 12 because they were kind of where I wanted them. Um, they didn't shock them. They actually flipped really fast. Um, I did it the week before Thanksgiving, and I'm already. It's showing them. It was showing. It was showing at a week in flower, and I was really happy with it. I'm. Um, I definitely nitrogen hungry plant. Um, that's another thing you learn popping so many different seeds and cultivars that like there are so like so many different plants that need so many different things like not every plant's the same feed for me and I like this one needed more nitrogen excuse me oh nitrogen than I've ever had to use I've never had to use this like uh, this much nitrogen on any of my mixes I've uh I've never had to, like, this plant never had to water in extra nitrogen for it. You know what I mean? I always had enough. So, yeah, I definitely ran out of gas. So I'm learning, like, the regenerative soil or the living soil stuff, too. So that's where I want to go, like I said, and then be able to the, to flip from one tent to the other. And that, that shit, that fucking timer is wicked easy. So I could let it sit in there for, like, a week at 18 and then get it used to it and then flip it down I love organic like I said uh, it's just I kind of I don't know it's e it was easy <laughs> until you until you start fucking with your shit and then when you start messing with your organic stuff you gotta relearn it like re redo your mix or do someone's exact mix like smileys or coots or someone's you know what i mean they, they've that done their research and knows knows what the hell that it's gonna be but like you also i'm also trying to skip that year of living soil breaking like you don't get like people say you don't get your best living soil for like harvest for the first year or so so that's why I do still water in stuff, so I still get those, like, nice, luscious plants. Like, I'm still trying to get, like, plants that look like this, but it didn't happen. So I, I got to keep the same thing I was using and, and add a little bit more to the soil next time. That's partly like my drawback right there of, uh, again, with the soil shit. You know, uh, I appreciate the mixes and all that. Well, I, I gather from what, like, the Smiley, the Coots mix, it's pretty much mixing ready from what I understand. But, uh, like, Super Soil took time to mix. That's when I didn't, well, I didn't like that. I got caught up in the cook time. You know what I mean? Got <laughs> got where I needed to dip it in them barrels and got into a hot mix, and it kind of fucked me. I didn't like it. And, you know, soil, like, it's, but we're talking about like just soil soil now there's a difference between soil using soil and then you know a living soil you know when i'm thinking yep. about going organics that's more where i'd like to be and that's the drawback i can't do my system and be in that type of i can't rotate 
you're locked in. You're more like you. You know what I mean? I've got a tent started. This one's going to go start to finish here. I can't rotate in and out as easily. I feel like that. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to fucking stick to where I'm in soil, but I'm going to fucking dump it out every time and then mix more fucking, why not stay in my cocoa? You know yeah. what I mean? Because my yeah. cocoa, I can erase, I'm flushing it out and I reuse it at least once or twice and then I chuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, until it actually gets to where most people don't buy their cocoa, that's when I'm chucking mine out. When it's not chunky and it's all fine, I'm actually, it's time to go. <laughs> that's, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to get to the point where, like, I guess I'm going to have, I'm probably going to end up doing worms and shit, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's going to be that whole rabbit hole, too, because the inputs are so much easier, and it speaks volumes for how many people say good things about it, and you don't hear negative things about worm castings much at all, you know what I mean? So, like, organically it just seems like the way to go and i want to have one i don't want to have beds i don't like beds you know what i mean I, it's just not my thing um i don't mind what smiley gave you you want to show those off real quick i'll show like i don't mind those real quick like those are perfect size i oh, think they're they're in the tent this camera's on lockdown baby. Kind of oh, yeah, they're like spins around and looks like this, you know, at my screen, and that's about as far as I'm moving. Shit, he's got one like <laughs> he's got a, a square box or a rectangle box, like a tub. Um, I want to be it's able to, to do that and maybe get one or two plants in it. I don't want to have a big bed, like a big five by five bed. You know what I mean? It just seems like a lot of everything in that space. I want to be able to still walk in my tent. And if, like, a bar breaks or something snaps in the back corner, I don't have to crawl on my soil to get it. or Because I only have one side, two sides I can get in on my tent the way it's set up. So if something broke on the other side, I would either have to... It, it would be hard. So I like the idea of those tubs, but I want to have a worm bin in itself and then kind of like throw worms in a pot and just plant in that, but do the normal cell shit like we were talking about earlier for seedlings and stuff. Just boop. No, the only drawback that I've ever had to using earthworm castings was top feeding with them and that was it you know after like multiple top feedings with worm castings and not necessarily tilling them under with your fingers in between that's what i ended up having to do with it is every time i watered with it i ended up having to take my fingers i gotta put this fucking camera right back where it was i don't know my bad i made him move it in the fucking opposite direction no but when like fucking you're mixing, every time I go to water, I'd end up having to take my fingers and loosen up that fucking cup, that top layer, because if that the worm castings and a couple of top feedings made a nice little crust, 
and it dried out quick. And then every time I fucking watered, it wanted to send things off to the edges first until that first layer of fucking worm castings, you know, actually got a little wet and then things yep. would soak through. But if I didn't go through, you know, to avoid that, I had to go through and break it up every time and try to till it under it with every time. It was good for the plan, but it was like an extra step to watering that I didn't like. Well, the only thing I think, like, I have a five, like, five-gallon fabric pot I was kind of going to do a living soil in, but I I have chamomile as a, I have chamomile as cover crops on them um so my chamomile will be sprouting probably in the next week or so it should be getting flower buds on the chamomile which is cool because chamomiles are really good um just thing to have around for teas and shit and bugs um in the tent um i was nothing bothers it like the smells off the chamomile and stuff like it just seems to work really well. So I was trying to do it, but like I know when I, when I pull like, this is what I don't get if you do, like a forty gallon tote or like the totes, or like a five or seven gallon pot. When I pull my root mass out, that soil's come, all of it's coming with me. You know, I'm not getting like, you know what I mean. I gotta, I'm gonna have to bang it off and I, I feel like you always lose some when you're doing that you know when like you're like breaking apart a rupa you lose a little bit of soil every time so yeah yeah and then you have to fill in if you're doing a big five by five bed when you pull that thing out you're gonna have to fill that hole again so you put it back in and i get it but it just seems like a little bit more work than I need. I like the pot idea with like a worm bin on the side and throw some worms in the pot too. Fuck I it. Lowenfell said on the show, he was saying not even to pull that bitch. Yeah, and 420, as I just said it. Lowenfell said we cut it off right at pretty much ground level there, maybe half inch above, and the worms take care of that shit in no fucking time. Let it break down and become food. He said, "Plant next to it." He said, "Don't pull it out in a living bed," is what he was saying on the show to me that day. And uh, but he said you'd be surprised in like fucking a week's time how fucking soft that stem would be. Practically, you'd be able to push your fucking finger right through it. Yeah. See, that's what worries me. Like with guy. that, you you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's the one thing I've always thought about. Like. You're not supposed to pull it if you're using pots and it's a real no-till. You cut it and you just plant next to it. That pot's going to be filling up with a bunch of root mass. You know, I, I just get a little, like, lost. Like, I get maybe, like, the big beds or the big, like, things. Like, there's room for that shit to work and it's going to break down. But in, like, if, if you're trying to do, like, a seven, five-gallon pot, it just doesn't seem... Feeble, I can, you know, and the way he said that, he kind of said it, and the way I'm thinking about it now, he's, you know, pretty much right. You know, I don't necessarily do that, but it's got so much of what the plant's already utilizing and breaking down. That the microbes are 
already hard at work around that root base. You know what I mean? Producing what the plant wanted. There's a nice fucking nutrition buildup right there. Then as it's being the root balls being digested, it's creating more and more and it's being spread around the soil. It's not just necessarily in that one spot. But uh you know it's moreover it's it's itself it's exactly what the plant needs and i didn't you know where i found those effects at were actually when i was washing my cannabis and making fucking hash for some fucking reason out of the blue fucking 15 fucking years ago i started watering it my to my plants with it and man i it's i noticed such a difference in the way fucking they were in structure praying the next day in the flower room earlier in fucking flower man super hurt increased terps you know I almost don't... overnight man it was just what the it was like digesting itself is exactly what the plant needed i've and, always uh, kept yeah. my roots i've never not like I throw away maybe the stem and some of the little like thicker roots but most of the time when I pull my root balls I cut up my stems and I have a big thing of soil downstairs that it goes in um I sorry I cut up all my roots all like the little fridley roots I break up all the soil off of it and I'll cut all that off and break it up into little pieces because I don't have worms eating anything. It makes sense in a whole living system where you know it's going to break down, like leaving my stem and shit there. But I would be making my microbes do a ton of work if I left everything there. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of give them a little hand and I cut it up in my soil and I just kind of reuse the same soil now. So hopefully I can integrate the worms to be able to start doing the 40 gallon, four 40 gallon totes that I could just lead the stem in on one side and then plant on the other. I think you're losing more microbes by digging it up, killing them and aerating them like that than you're doing, you know, think so. by leaving, you know, not just leaving it there and letting them be happy. As soon as you pull it out and they aerated, you pretty much have killed them off. The whole purpose of the no-tilling thing is every time you flip the soil, you're killing off all the micro life. I don't uh, think all, all of it dies. On that aspect of it. I guess that's just my growth science. You know, it's just I guess I don't. I I know I know I'm gonna lose a lot of it, but I feel like the organic matter and what's left on it and what's left in that little soil thing I have. Because it's not the microbes aren't working to feed a plant or anything in that big bin I have, so I put it back in there and and it seems to go it disappears. I'll put it that way. Anything I put in that bin, like leaf matter or whatever, you won't find it in a couple of weeks. And I don't have any worms yet, so I got a nice little bin started. It's just I think that plant that I had in there needed way more nitrogen than I was ready for. And you'll just find that with cultivars I've, I, I've found too. So I'm getting there. Hopefully maybe one day I'll, I have no till outside. I don't touch anything. I just put everything on. I don't even flip it. I do nothing outside. It's just leaves, dirt, everything gets piled on. I got a, it's off season. So there's a tarp over it. 
Um, I go out there every once in a while and I'll wet it a little bit to the, uh, what's the code? Until it's the like wetness I would like. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like until it's like a nice compost wet and then I recover it up and I don't go back out there and that shit, dude, I, uh, I have a picture of my last year's crop. And it was outdoors, and dude, I I don't water, I don't do much outside ever, and just that stuff is so easy just to deal with outside. It, it's a different ball game. I don't have it because it is a real no-till. I don't dig shit up. <laughs> Someday, someday. It'd be nice if I, I could actually get out. I'd be more so to lean to that side if I could actually get outdoors and do a little bit of growing. Outdoors? I had a couple small, small runs where I, I wouldn't even, so small, I wouldn't even say, if somebody, a, a good outdoor grower asked me, you ever grow outdoors? I'd be like, no. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't consider something that I can grow in here. You know what I mean? Yeah, an outdoor plant. You know, that's that's not an outdoor run to me. It's if I could do it in here, it's not an outdoor size plant. <laughs> this last, this so past I say year. No. Somebody asked me, I'm like, no, not really. You got to get outside. Be like, yeah, I grow outside. <laughs> you need a a greenhouse. That's what you need, Eagle. The way to go if you're going outside. I don't. (laughs) If I had the benefit, I'd put something up. I do put stuff up in flower, but I keep it real. Like outside is outside, and indoors is like where I do everything crazy. Outside, I do maybe a couple toppings. Like I barely take care of these plants. I give them just like enough nutrients, and they thrive they literally like there's so much um we bought the house and there was a garden where i i'm planting right now and i gave it three i gave it two two and a half years to like get i don't know what they were using in the gardens you know what i mean salts and shit so i was watering stuff and adding just regular microbes and just trying to build up a nice like solid platform and then when I finally started to grow at this house, I was so impressed with everything I got, like the size of the plants. Oh, shit, I took a chat down. Like, it's crazy when I'm a big guy and I've never, I've stood, I've only stood next to plants that are bigger than me that are mine. And I, and that's a humbling experience knowing like not even a tree can get this big. And like, you see some people, I seen someone post a, a picture today with a fucking a tailor you know one of those like tailor rulers that are flexible around their fucking stem that shit was 15 inches 15 fucking inches in the ground there's just something about the ground in the sun man that that we cannot replicate ever I agree I agree it's it- I think it's that nice warm uh sun hitting it fucking uh 
heat, being in that, you know, nice warm, the microbes, all that shit just pop when it gets to be a certain temperature that soil does. Nothing, nothing can beat that shit. It's a magic machine. <laughs> I love it. It's, uh, man, I dealt with spider mites this year outside. Um, easiest takedown I've ever had of them. I will say that. And I did it a weird way. Um, I woke up as, like as soon as the sun hit for three days in a row and I was in veg, obvious, obviously, and I took my hose and I put it on jet, like the jet setting on the knob, and I hit the plant three days in a row as soon as the sun come up. Um, and then I would, and then that fourth day I went in with some neem, um, and then I gave it 72 hours. I used, I think, oh, I used green cleaner and I did that for on and off for two, two, three weeks and they just never came back. Perfect. I loved it. No PM either. No, I got the mic. I'm just going to talk. No PM either. That's, yeah, that's... But PM hit pretty hard up here in Michigan outdoors the last few years. But uh, Smikey Pilots at 420, 420 are asking about popping in the rabbit hole. Ah, we're back to the regular days. It's not Thanksgiving anymore. You want to get that key to come in the rabbit hole, you got to do just like Spike our smash cannabis here man you gotta come on and I, he was the only exception i made letting him slide on yesterday and it was only because i was letting everybody else slide in anyway and then it came to the after party last night i almost didn't let him come on but i was like well technically he's only hours away from doing his episode and he says he's gonna be there I'm going to let this one slide, and hopefully I don't get fucked on Friday night. <laughs> no, but he I, showed up. But he showed I, up. So I we're definitely all good. Fun. <laughs> Thank you for letting me come on, honestly. Um, I had a nice time with everyone that did come on. Uh, Spanky from Germany. All, all the homies that came on. All the girls that came on. Thank you, guys. Miss T, fucking Canna Queen, Cheech. Hell yeah, you guys are all awesome, and thank you guys for letting me chill. Yeah, yeah. The witches. Well, you know, and that's fun. You know what? About, you know, Spikey was on, too, last night. I, you know, Spikey, I, you know, both him and 42420, I've been trying to get them episodes forever now. Uh, hopefully, Spikey Pilots, he popped on, so hopefully he's a little closer to, you know, making that date with me and we can fucking do this here and he can come on anytime he wants 42420 much love brother i want fucking i want to have you on i want to have you on let's book the day so you can have an open come and go on the rabbit hole you know it's that's you know the, the you know there's reasons i was surprised when when we did it does it his way but in the same aspect you know I do this every day. So in order to get keep people from just popping on and, you know, whatever coming and going, you know, and just 
depending on whatever happening when I turn on the camera, I got to do this every night. In order to do this every night, I've got to entice, you know, people into that second step somehow. And by doing, you know, doing the episode, it's the only way to get to the rabbit hole. So that's, <laughs> I got to keep content coming every night. So that's, that's what, that's the rule. That's the rule. That's a good, that's a good way. <laughs> I, I know if I opened it up, if I opened it up like Fumi, I'd never have a fucking everyday guest, man. Nobody'd have to put on the work. They'd just be popping in and out. I know. You know what I mean? So that's, I, that's the reason for the rule. That's the reason for the rule. I do like our platform. We have fun. I, we kind of. It's cool. Um, Fumi does it. It's more of a feeling like you're at a bar. You know what I mean? Really, that's the vibe that he like sets. Um, he really misses his actual like live Portland cannabis tasting societies. Um, where people were free to go and come as they please and smoke, whatever. So, like, that's why he does that open format. Um, so, yeah, if you guys haven't come by, you should check out Fumidor. He goes on every once in a while, too. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, same time I'm on. <laughs> I, didn't say, that's, I didn't say times. Uh, they know it's the same fucking community. Actually, well, you start at 11.30-ish, so Tuesdays and 30s, he starts at 10. So everyone gets a nice hour before you come on. It's a good little that was block. The, that was one of the things, too, that I, you know, I'm honest, man. I'm one of the straight-talkingest motherfuckers that does this shit, man. <laughs> you know, and that's when, you know, honestly, when his his invitation closed, I had asked him, I, uh, and I've got it all in text, too, all of it in DMs. I asked him like fucking 20 times, hey, brother, much respect. You want to come on the show? Nah, brother, I can't do it. I can't do that long format. And then he turns around and starts doing a fucking eight-hour show. Ah, invitation close. <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly how that went. That's exactly how that shit went down right there. So that's real is real. There's your answer to my, my whole attitude on that. Yeah. Not I only that, he, he chooses choose in the same time, he divides the community. So, every Tuesdays and Wednesday nights. But it is what it is. People have to have a choice. Like, you know, you can't be the only thing on. So, we've been I trying to talk, like all of us, bag seed, um, about trying to match up shows better so we don't mesh in with with everyone and we kind of make it like a tv block we really want to do stuff like TV that it's just Trump since day one i know it's just nobody it's just hard you, know you get like, i was here first i'm not going to change my schedule that's what you get bag seed wants everyone almost every content creator that is cannabis involved i've already threw out that i like fucking in march <laughs> So if you can make it happen, the best thing that has happened was ready to hit that fire. Him making everybody's content at least known. So they had, you know, knew what days were where. And if you like this and what, if this was available, that was available. You know, it's closest thing to a cannabis TV guy as we got. But man, right, I have tons of respect for him too. Because he comes and goes from chat to chat, but he fucking helps out 
why he's there. So even though he might be in Fumi's show one day, that's cool because he still comes over here, drops links, helps out. You know what I mean? So I got much love for that. You know, much tons of respect. And, and again, for what he does too. So it is what it is. I want uh, bags. Mr. Bags, he was talking about trying to like since we might like whatever might be how I'm technically on lockdown like it, I can't leave unless I have to right now or I would get an actual fine and I don't need that um and they're not fucking around like Massachusetts is not messing around um yeah so we're all on lockdown and we were thinking about trying to do like a game show with all like not even all the shows with like all the like homie shows like you he want like michigan bros and stuff and maybe like just have all our community in one chat together playing like a like a trivia show or something and it just it's just people are trying to come together more now and i've noticed that i won't say it, it's gonna happen right away but it it's good to see people trying to come together more and make things work um, with other content creators and stuff. And hopefully one day people, like, yeah, like, people, like, we all make content for cannabis. Like, some are different than others. Like, you do a different niche than some others, and some do all their growing stuff. You know what I mean? And it shouldn't be a fight between anyone. We're all home. Like, most of us are homies. So it sucks. Yeah, no, I, I'm good with all that. I enjoy everybody. I have no beefs with nobody. You know, it the happens. The reason though. I've actually decided to fucking, you know, I've been asked to be on a, almost everybody's show, and I've respectively reclined across the board on everybody's, and I continue to. I was surprised. It, Candy Queen was the first person to get me on. EO got me on, and again, I actually said no to EO first. And it wasn't until Chad talked me into fucking going and doing it I, that I actually did it. It was more or less because of they wanted me to. It wasn't because I wanted to, because I didn't fucking yeah, want to do it. It's cool because you see like the one community. Of those things. I don't want to be on everybody's show. I don't want to be on everybody's show because I don't want people to go, oh, I've seen him. He, he said that on every show. I've seen him say it six times this week. And, you know, I'm not doing it. That's why I don't do it. I'm saying right here. You want to hear about me? Don't see me here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, everything I've said here, I've said. So there's no right necessarily need for me to go on and repeat it. You know what I mean? I've got fucking 1,500 hours. <laughs> you know, that I've laid. If you haven't got a feel for me by now, then you don't know, man. You just don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing, it'd be cool to see you as a podcast. And it's not like really. It's kind of if you pay for their their feed, it's really easy. Once you do it, it's just you gotta be able to just get a raw MP3. So anytime I do my recordings, I just pull up a, a audio recorder. There's no video, and I'll I'll do a separate video maybe. I started to do the Let's Get Smashed on my YouTube channel. Like, I do have a YouTube, and I'm like, 
I show off my growing stuff and my outdoor grow and like my harvests. And I just recently started to do that shit, but I just did it so I could back up all my shit, really. You know what I mean? I, I didn't care if anyone looked at it, but like, shit, if you want to go look at my shit, it's just me talking about my garden. <laughs> you know what I mean? My Instagram's pictures of my, like, my daily activities, dabs, flower, cool, cool scenery. I like taking road trips. I have like a vlog. Like, Hopefully one day I'll be able to like vlog and shit, you know what I mean? And like get paid to do that shit because I have a couple of ideas. Like I'm trying to come to Michigan to visit you guys so bad, bro. I really want to come out, sequence, like Spartan, Miss Tara, all, all, all the Gromies, Painted Lady, you know what I mean? They're all out there. And they wanted me to, like, come down. Um, but with COVID and stuff, it, it messed up everything. So I want to go and either get the airplane I was talking about and try to do it. <laughs> or I'm going to go and get a car for under $800 and and see if it can get me from the East Coast to Michigan and back. Something cool like I that. You can do it. I mean, you can do that. It'd be cool to come smoke with you guys. Around here for a thousand bucks, that I yeah, I would drive cross country once. Right. <laughs> get something I could sleep in, so I could get. There's. I already looked at a spot. There's an Airbnb. It's not like a place. It's somewhere you can set up a tent. So uh, I would definitely just get that. It's fifteen bucks. It's right next to a homie of ours. And I just park my car, and I'm I'm trying to get a wagon so I could sleep in the bitch too. Fuck it, right? <laughs> Maybe I'll make a road trip yeah. car. My fucking CJ Apple's got a fucking beautiful truck that like, he sleeps like that all the time, man. Fucking just be camping out, like I'll be over here, man. Yeah. Why be? Just chilling out, man. Fucking watching TV. Jump out. Fucking go smoke one. Let's respect. I love CJ. Well, that's cool. That's new right there. But yeah, that's the way to go, man. Fuck, I do it. I do it, man. I got a fucking older Tahoe. Like, she's about what, 2005? You put down them Listen seeds, the shit. man. You put a fucking regular mattress. In, like, a, you know those like cheap $9 fucking blow up mattresses? One of them, fuck, you put that seat down, that one of those fits right there. You know what I mean? That between that back gate and everything. Fuck, that's that's a hotel right there. Fuck, I'm good right there if I'm traveling by myself. I fucking not off in that bitch. Fucking hell yeah. Driving again. Those things are spacious as hell, and I'm a big person. Put those seats down, especially that third row. You put those two rows right, right up to the driver and passenger seat. You fit a fucking air mattress in that motherfucker. <laughs> Good. Fucking throw open that hatch, man. Fully ventilated, man. Free from the, uh, the elements, fresh air. Ow. <laughs> it's it's hopefully. Maybe, like, COVID did this for, like, I always try to look at things, like, I might get mad and upset about, like, situations now, but maybe COVID did this for a reason, and maybe, like, it gave me the the time, I don't, I'm not worrying about a roof, food, you know what I mean, right now, because of what's going on, and, and 
my like I do have my mom and my sister. Um, although we fight a lot, um, we might not get along a lot, and my past might mess up a lot. She does, she loves me. I'm her kid, so she like as soon as I lost my apartment and my car, she let me come in. So maybe this is a blessing in disguise where like I can have my stuff here and come visit you guys and for a couple of days and drive back and and then hopefully like I can get a life like that where I'm more free than anything. That's my goal for real eagle. I want to be I don't want to be stuck to really anything other than a grow. Or 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 I'm single so a female um if I ever find a girl to date, you know what I mean? That's a different story, but like you, you get what I'm saying. I want to be more freer than someone with a corporate job, and I've always had that mindset. Oh shit, back hurts. I want to take. It'd be nice to get to see more of the community, meet more in person. You know, that was one of the reasons why I kind of, you know, did what I, this aspect, you know, even with you, you know, I touched on your, your growth a little bit though, but I like a lot of the people that we see on the shows, you know, I've had Dirt Van Dan on, I've had Tanazi on, I've had all them guys on, but a lot of them I haven't really hit for the growth style, you know what I mean? I briefly touch on it because it's a cannabis base show but you know i i try to learn about them you know what i mean you know whatever the rest you know that's kind of the niche of this show i think that's why i can get some of the other ones on or you know i I like like, you make it more personal you know what i mean you make it like we're actually hanging out and like we're getting to know each other for the first time it's cool you don't make it awkward for a guest like some sometimes you go on a show and you're like oh shit man this is like getting interviews kind of weird like i've had it ha- like i've done it a couple of times but like you like on you make it like you just want to talk like a homie you know what i mean you don't make it any stress you're like dude just be yourself and just chill with me and let's talk talk grow talk whatever but we do i like talking grow a little bit too well, this is the one thing and the other thing about it too, man, is swear to God, if I had to get on this thing and actually talk, grow every fucking day or how I grew my process, beat that drum, I would want to fucking choke myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I just, I couldn't do it every day, every day, every day, nor do I do my system where it's like, I would be trying to like sell that shit. I just would, you know, this is the way I see it. Obviously, I, you know, I'm known around, I've had build up a decent reputation through the community over a long period of time. You know, as far as my grow, you guys have watched me pull down at least four harvests <laughs> during this you know what i mean it's in the background every night you kind of get a gist of what i'm doing you know what i mean i i you get to see it without me saying it basically you know what i mean so that's you know i don't even talk about it. try not to talk about it you know again if i did every day i think i would get bored of you know trying to do it every day so my my aspect on that 
there's only like you know what I mean like someone like you you have I mean it's cool that you're doing other things now too though Smiley's got you doing the organic <coughs> oh excuse me <coughs> oh, give me a second <coughs> Yeah, it's cool that Smiley's got you doing organic and like that's like doing new new stuff is like cool to update but like when I'm just doing the same old shit, it doesn't feel necessary. I mean, I tell everyone I grow organic. That's all mostly what everyone wants to know. Are you synthetic or organic? Well, I, I appreciate and wear, all the respect for Smiley. And the reason <clears throat> I ask him to do what he does is because he's got the fucking passion for it. You know what I mean? You know, and it shows he, in every way. When he talks about it, it shows in his plants. You know, it shows when he's doing his interviews that he's got the passion for it. I don't have the passion for it. And if I were trying to do that, that aspect of it, it would be like faking the funk. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's, you know, and why fake the funk, man? If you've got, if you're passionate about it, you've got the questions that everybody's yearning to hear. You know what I mean? If you've got the, if you've got the, you know, want to know, somebody else with the same passion has got that one no and that's you know big ups to smiley that's where he falls in that's his passion and you know and it's you know somebody that does this i see that and i know that people want to see that but that ain't me that's fucking smiley you know what i mean so that's why i've asked him to try to do what he does is because you know, I've got to incorporate a little bit of that to keep everybody happy. And fucking Smiley's the man, in my opinion, when it comes to that side of things. So, shout out to Smiley. The only, the only thing I'm, at this point of it, I'm just very thankful he continues to still do it here. <laughs> and that's very truthful, man. I'm fucking very thankful for smiley you know at this point he could probably fucking jump off and do it anywhere he wanted to do it but he loves to hang out here and i'm fucking grateful for that shit big ups to smiley but tons of respect for that and it may maybe even end up making me you know talk me into switching i am you know i've been asked questions about them boxes many a times and i think somebody's just waiting for me to you know try to tear that shit apart but i ain't got nothing bad to say about tearing boxes so far they're doing really good you know i need uh i kind of talk to smiley see what he can help me set up uh like get my soil going to last me a whole grow without much work you know what i mean i was either gonna i figure coot or smiley you know what i mean or the two two to go to right now that i know that i see are killing it with organics and spartan spartan helps me a lot too if i ever have a question but that man's a busy man and i don't like bothering him <laughs> smiley smiley would be my go-to that's just my choice <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Yeah. You ready for the rabbit hole, my friend? It sounds like it'll... Sounds like you need minutes fucking stretch that back and fucking... Yeah, my back's starting to hurt. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I'll stay up with you guys for a oh. little bit. I, I know we can do that. You, man. I fucking was... I was feeling it today after 24 hours pretty much sitting in this position. I was walk. I woke up a little tight today too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it gets. Uh, it's like being on a plane. It just kind of all gets numb after a while. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm definitely trying to come back. So if anyone, uh, if Smiley is in the chat, if you want to come on and talk, that would be dope too, Smiley. So, yeah, absolutely. You guys can catch me and check all my shit out at Smash Cannabis, but you'll probably all be back for the rabbit hole, so. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm waiting. Not getting out without fucking that fucking sound light, brother. I got you. It's, uh, I'm ready think, when you are. I'm thinking of how I want to do it. Should I do it in my, my Boston accent? I'm fucking talking shit with Eagle. This is Smash Cannabis. Check it out. <laughs> right on. Right on. Hell yeah. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. And, thank uh, you for having me, bro. See you in a few minutes. Yes. Thank you for having me, for real. See you in a few minutes, my friend. All right, you guys. You know the deal. Time for the rabbit hole. You guys uh, would be so gracious. To give us both a few minutes, stretch for a second, get the drink, refill the tray, uh, and come back and enjoy us. Join us in the rabbit hole. Hopefully, my friend Smiley's Gardens. I see a bunch of other people in chat that have uh, been past guests, and hopefully, they'll jump on. Maybe some that are lurking that we don't see. Uh, who knows? We'll, we'll pop into the rabbit hole. I've seen bingers. Uh, but you guys know the deal. If you guys don't, and I've taken up enough of your time, I'm good with that. I'm fucking very honored you've spent shit three plus hours with me and Smash Cannabis. So thank you very much for that. But if you want to see things get a little crazy and want to fucking hang out a little bit longer, please join me in the rabbit hole. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Smash Cannabis, for this episode, episode 250. And, uh, guys know the deal please do something nice for somebody random acts of kindness do save lives i'm a living breathing example of that and i'm only trying to do my best to return my part of karma. thank you so much i love you guys hopefully i'll see the memes in chat hopefully I'll, some of you i will see in the rabbit